Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, and I'm Brittany. And uh, welcome to episode twenty-four. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, hello, friends. Welcome. Oh, I'm Brittany. I'm just realizing I didn't do my typical test. That I oh no, I'm doing it now. Even though we're already recording, we're, we're good. Oh, and I okay. forgot to start the clock. Oh, jeez. I'm bad. You really are rusty. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I need sleep. That's what's happening. Um, I'm falling apart already. Oh my gosh. Stacey, before we started recording, goes, wait, what do I say? <laughs> what's our intro? <laughs> How do I start this? <laughs> I literally was like, I forget. It's like stage fright when you get a <laughs> Anybody who's ever performer, you get in there and you start and you just freeze. It's like the white room where it's just like yeah, the walls are blank. <laughs> You just don't remember. Like, How do I say hi again? I forget. It's panic. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Yes. Welcome everyone. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year. Um, welcome to 2021. Woo, this episode. Woo. This episode should because I think we're gonna do our little bonus the the fourth. So this should. So yes, be- that should have come out last week. Yep. We don't and know. We're still in the past. So yes. we're hoping this is what happened and we're not lying to you all. Yes. So happy uh, 2021. Uh, we're recording this uh, from the past. It's still only December 30th for us. Yes. So, you hopefully know. Hopefully New Year's went well and yeah, the hopefully first week went well and nothing bad at all happened. No. Hopefully everyone had a nice celebration at home and Mm-hmm. able to enjoy it however you were, were able to or nice, or nice not in you know night you in. just decided to you know just go to bed i don't blame you nothing wrong with that yeah. nothing wrong with that <laughs> i went and got myself a little bottle of prosecco because i'm Here like you, go. you know what very cute i sit at home and i'm gonna yeah. just have some snacks yeah. and i'm gonna drink some prosecco there you go cheers <laughs> i know i think we're gonna i think we're gonna try and have a, a bonfire here and nice you got some champagne and just chill and nice do nothing amazing yeah be good little new year's eve nice and quiet yes hopefully fingers crossed um okay so kind of before we get into this this is gonna be so delayed but anyway any i don't know any updates i'm turning the first few minutes of this into like news and updates well do you want to share your upsetting news about your polls or no no? are you salty again with the polls what type of polls brenny uh well either one what what sounds more fun to you right now my goodness they're making you mad well one i know brief in a past episode i know i mentioned we talked about again more just jared polls um and how at that time i was like oh it Katrina's neck and neck with with Millie Bobby Brown. Katrina won. Love Millie. Love you, girl. But yay, Katrina. Congrats. And um, Outlander won. Outlander was being beaten by Umbrella Academy, but oh yes, okay, they pulled together. Look, pulled ahead, and we 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 won that. Um, And the oh, anybody who's listening who maybe participated in trying to vote for Sam, I mean, the condolences to you all. (laughs) The poll isn't it over good. yet. Okay, it tried. <laughs> it technically goes till noon tomorrow because they extended it a day, but I'm just going to call it right now, guys. Like, I think it's over. <laughs> like, the, the votes are like 10,000 to 32,000. There was some, apparently, maybe, I do not throw any accusations at anyone, but maybe some shady stuff with like bots and things happening. And so they decided the, the number of votes, Brittany, each of them, both Dylan and Sam, got almost almost a million and a half votes 
That's a lot of votes. Isn't that stupid? Okay, but now they're only at 10,000. That's crazy. Well, because they changed it to one vote per person per day and, you know, um, may have discovered that different devices and web browsers might work. But anyway, so there's, and I guarantee you, Dylan's fan base who skews younger will know that. They know about cleaning your, if you clean your cookies in your browser, you can vote again. Um, so they just sat there. So I just think it's like age demographic. Anyway, you know what? At the end of the day, it's literally just vote. It's not, you know, it's just a fun little pop. Just a fun little thing. Hey, you know what? We got him. Um, we got him. What was it? Sexiest, yeah, sexiest celebrity where he beat the guy from (laughs) from after. We got yeah, got that. And you know what, Dylan? I love Dylan. He's he's a great actor. Loved him in Teen Wolf. Loved him. There we go. Um, so he's he was a fair competition to lose to. I'm not mad. They're very okay. different, and they they skew to different demographics, right? right? Yeah. Um, I'm maybe the rare person that's like that's in the middle, yeah. Caught because you know, like into the Outlander stuff. I don't know, and then also loved Teen Wolf because um, yeah. Dylan himself, I think, is like 27 ish, 28. Mm. So, um, but yeah. So, but anyway. It was, it was this huge thing of like, I thought Sam was safe. Like the night before it was like, or the day before, two days before it was supposed to end, he had like a forty thousand vote lead. I was like, okay, literally check the next day, which is yesterday. He was like down by ten thousand, and I'm like, what the hell? What happened? And then, as I'm like watching this episode last night to make notes, I would like periodically go and just like vote, 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 and I'm trying. I'm like, ooh, there. I was like, ooh, the gap is tightening, and he was. He would like Sam was like catching up and then suddenly Sam surpassed and then going into the night the night he got like a nineteen thousand vote lead and I literally guys I am a mature human being lying to you all with a job but chose to just sit up watching started Bridgerton so liked that show but started watching episodes of Bridgerton while I sat on my phone (laughs) voted voted for for Sam. Sam so like 4 a.m. And then I could see that Dylan was suddenly getting like three to 400 votes a minute, like closing in. And I was like, oh, okay, this isn't hap- this isn't happening and I need to sleep. I have to get up in like three hours for work. So I am a grown ass woman making <laughs> mature decisions. <laughs> we have our lives together. <laughs> and we I are like, adults and responsible. <laughs> well, it was in that moment. Despite our choices. <laughs> We are responsible. It was like in that moment when I started to see the lead go, because like, I wasn't, but then I got invested, you know? Yeah. And, this, and the psych student in me knows this yeah. stuff too, right? And the, yeah. It's the cognitive dissonance and all that kind of stuff that you like buy into. And it's what's that, that, that the, the, the big, the fallacy of you've invested so much Sunken time. cost. Sunken cost, Sunken right? You're cost. like, well, it's, I'm up, I've been up to 2.30 doing this. What's half an no hour way. more? What's an yeah. hour more? Maybe. We, we're so close. We've put, Oops, we've got it. Yeah. And then once I saw that gap, like Titan, and then I was like, like they, they literally made up 9,000 votes in 30 minutes. Yeah, that's a lot. It's insane. So I'm like, literally either all of Dylan O'Brien's freaking European fans are going to town right now, or there's something weird happening. Either way, it's out of my control. It is what it is. It's not yes. like world peace, whatever. And then it was in that moment, I was like, yeah, this is stupid to get this invested in this. Like, yeah, I need to go to bed. To bed. <laughs> there you go. That's but I was like, I love you, Sam, but... <laughs> See, if you are immature, you would have stayed up all night doing it. Just See? kept going. You're an adult. And anybody listening, if you did that, 
you know, power to you. And then I was like, I woke up at 7.30 in the morning and he was like down 36,000 votes. And I was like, well, you made say right And then, there, and then they, they extended it a day because apparently there was some concern about bots and da da da. And so it, it isn't over yet. So maybe he and so something happens and he wins. But looking at it, I just, it's like Dylan's got like triple the votes right now. So I don't know what's going on. I know there's more than 10,000 Outlander fans. <laughs> out there apparently not apparently not um but it is it is what it is say love it's just a poll but it's that's right. that's that update with these freaking just jared pools man they pop up and i'm just like damn um but yeah so i'm sleep deprived because i am a well-balanced <laughs> responsible adult whatever i got into bridgerton so it's cool that is you know what that's a positive that Silver lining. i'm almost a done lovely show there you I'm go because as we know anybody who's listened and heard how quickly i made it through the outlander series when i get into a show i can binge and Fly go to through. town so if i can make through four you know five and a half seasons or four and a half seasons of Outlander in seven days, I can make through eight episodes of Bridgerton in 24 hours. So there you go. Easy peasy. <laughs> um, but any way, any, I don't know, any news, any news to share, Brittany? I know you probably aren't in the n- stay. Well, yeah, actually stay away from the internet. Cause then more say, damn yeah, spoilers no. are going to happen. No, no, I don't, I don't think I have anything. No. Ooh, what else? Ooh, and then last week, and I know some of our listeners, you've you've messaged me saying that you were there too. So again, we're recording this on December 30th, but last week Katrina did like a- a, Oh, your lunch thing. That live podcast thing. Yeah, I booked it off. (laughs) It was my lunch for work. Um, Yeah, it was like a live podcast with Josh Horowitz. Um, And so that was was really fun sitting sitting on Zoom. Um, And I know a couple- couple of our listeners messaged saying that they're like, I was there too. Oh, that's um, very cool. So that was fun. There was like 2000 people in there. Oh, um, that's really cool. So that was yeah. nice. Hopefully and whoever was, was in there had a fun, fun time too. Yeah. It was cool. The chat was just like constantly <laughs> blowing up. Oh, I'm sure. As, um, as Katrina was in there. And then one thing I'll say, and I think I've already talked <laughs> on Instagram to Christina about this, where, and I maybe might have texted you, Brittany, but I we've brought this up on the podcast too about like the nerves, the concerns we have of filming Outlander in a COVID era, and is yeah. that going to water things down? And it, it, that came. Well, up. those are your concerns. I don't know if I have the same. Brittany concerns. would love for it to be watered down I would a little be bit more. So much down if we just just a little bit. Would that not be so? If they're like, okay, Jamie and Claire cannot kiss anymore or hold hands, would you not be like, that's weird for them? No. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> no kissing or getting within six feet of each other. No, but they can. We you can do the closed door thing. Like I don't have to see it. You can imply it. They can still the characters. Can no, do it, the actors don't have to do it where I the see them. The whole Outlander fandom is screaming at you right now, being like, "No!" <laughs> right? Like they can just have sultry looks, and then they can disappear behind a no, curtain, and we can just like, like pan to the side. Give us the sexy times. <laughs> Um, no, but they, but, uh, Josh was asking Katrina about that. And, you know, since it's been delayed for so long, has it given them time to like, and anybody who, there's a few of you, you've heard this, so feel free to skip ahead, but for anyone who didn't get to listen, but how, um, you know, 
you know, have they been able to like even get more ahead on the scripts and all that kind of stuff? Cause they've had so much extra time. And that's where Katrina mentioned that, you know, a decision, like the re- one of the reasons why the, the show is so late coming back. Cause there are shows that are back. Like this is us is back. Mm-hmm. Soap operas have been back. Some of these shows have been able to like write it in to the script and characters right. have masks on and they just change oh, things or whatever. Cool. A little less easy to do with a show like Outlander. Yeah. <laughs> Where this say? <laughs> well, look at the PPE that everyone's wearing. <laughs> um, but you know, so but no, so Katrina said a decision was kind of made early on that they obviously wanted to be able to have everyone to be safe and follow guidelines, but that they didn't want to have to make like a COVID friendly version of Outlander because they decided right. without like extras and stuff. Well, yeah. and like because it would just kind of strip away kind of some of the core character of the show. Um, if you're suddenly trying to avoid group scenes, right, of like, you know, groups of characters that might be family or whatever together or right, yeah, like no or love no children scenes. or no children. Present. Yeah. And like no love scenes, no like intimate yeah. scenes. As much as Bernie might juggle with that, it is it is part of the show and it would be very weird if, if it had to be very like, be weird for you it's weird for me that it's in there <laughs> well um but it would be very weird if you know suddenly every like you have to remove all of that or whatever so it's just taken them so much longer to make sure that all of the procedures could be put in place and everything so that they would be able to do this and it sounds like they're supposed to be going back very soon mm-hmm. um we'll see things are always changing but they are living in a day by day kind of universe. I guarantee you, though, it's going to be one of those things where it's like the main cast is going to be like having to be tested like all of the time. And oh, like, yeah, that's for everyone. And like um, any any kissing scenes or whatever. I know with Riverdale, they were they have to like wash like yeah, gargle wash, like yeah. in between every take. <laughs> yeah. So imagine that'll be fun, but they'll they'll figure out a way. They're do nice, they're d- nice minty breath though, fresh, whatever it is, peroxide or whatever it is, it's yeah. whatever stuff they're putting in their mouth. Um, and other updates. I'm now on book six, guys. So woo! Congratulations. Making my way along. Thank you. You did good. Thanks, girl. How how are you doing, Britt? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Reading anything exciting? uh no no okay no weirdly as actually it would be surprising i have been reading i did this too on my reading week reading week i was actually reading mm-hmm. shocking to everyone um what, what did i read i okay i have been reading i read um alice oseman's heart stopper if anyone knows that it's a graphic novel and it's really really cute nice. so i read that i have to get volume two and then i've been reading harlequin romances Ooh. yeah Look at you. So I read like 14 on reading week. And I think I've read like three or four this. And then I always listen. I've been listening to Janet Ivanovich audiobooks on my walks. Look at you. You sound so cultured. And then there's me. I was up till 4 a.m. voting in the <laughs> gesture. <laughs> Which okay. one of us is the adult? <laughs> Just today. Just today. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Harlequin romances would make me sound cultured. <laughs> But hey. I mean, no shame against them. But whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, um, floofy, so they work. I was hey. trying to read if anyone knows um, uh, something. Arm Arm and Trance is Blood and Ash, but it's it's a fantasy, and I just have, don't have the brain power to 
free to yeah. focus on it right now. Gotta be, gotta be in the the space for that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, cool. That's, that's all I've been up to. Well, that's our life update, everyone. Yeah. Another sixteen minutes in. Um, other than that, I guess. Okay, so I guess we'll kind of start getting into this episode. Okay. So if we remember how last episode ended was. Uh, Blackjack Randall reappeared. There was that whole Ugh. standoff in front of the king and all that jazz. Jamie challenged him to a duel. Ugh. Claire had to kibosh that, and it ended really not fun between our lead couple. Never um, does. With her basically saying, you know, please just give me a year, give me a year, and then him not willing to bend, and then her pulling the I saved your life. You owe me this debt and it ending with him being like, do not touch me. And it just pain, just pain. Good times. Not good. Not good. And also just to remind everyone that in terms of the bed and the room, Brittany decided that, you know what, Jamie and Claire just need to be locked in the room on their own (laughs) and just friggin' talk it out, guys. I'm tired of this. Can we have you talk it out, please? Use your words. Good Lord. Can we communicate and just get through this, please? This is is harmful. This is hurtful for everyone, okay? I know. No one is having fun right now. No one is having a good time. (laughs) Talk it out, okay? Marriage counseling. Let's communicate, all right? You're not getting any supper until you do work it out. Shut. Okay, after a certain amount of time, we might let Claire eat, but you know. Ah, that's true. Okay. Gotta feed that baby. But Jamie. Jamie, no. You're not allowed to leave. Talk it out, bro. Yeah. Use your dang words. Um, Okay, so this, uh, so yeah, this is uh, Outlander episode 206. um, And it's called Best Laid Schemes. Oh, no. They never have the best <laughs> More schemes. schemes. More They're schemes. They're terrible at the schemes. None of their schemes have worked. Just trying to mess with the prince. Um, and this one is written by Matt B. Roberts. Directed, once again, Metin Houston. <laughs> just all over season two. He's just here to just ruin your days. Metin is all over season two. Um, okay, so this episode starts with, and this is, again, just more of time confuses me in this okay. season, but I'm going to try to do the best. Okay. So this, this episode starts with, I kind of get the vibe that it's like the morn, the next morning, like they've had their oh, big okay. fight blow up in it. I get the vibe that it's the next morning. Um, and Jamie's like sitting at his desk, um, looking you know, distracted and like he's got a lot on his mind. <laughs> you have less on your mind if you stopped being an ass. Oh, Jamie. He's working through it. He's just working through it. I mean, like I said, I understand why he's upset by this, but whew. Tense. I mean, yeah, but. Right, um, but so yeah, he's sitting, so he's sitting at his desk and then <laughs> your favorite person enters. Oh, Marta. Good in, Lord. In why comes- doesn't he go duel him? Well, and because die. Oh my God! So in comes Myrta, and Myrta comes in and tells Jamie, "Okay, Black, like Randall has been um, released from the Bastille." It's like, so okay, so I'll go. I'm gonna go meet his second and like arrange this duel. 
and Magnus tells me that there's some woods in the west of like that's to the west side of the city that are safe from the gendarmes because remember mm. dueling is outlawed is illegal right so you know it would be safe and Jamie's just like Jamie's like pause there's lots of like pauses and tense silence and then Jamie says I can't and Myrtle looks at him like what and he's like I'm not dueling with Randall um and then Jamie says that um that he had already sent word and, and he's like I'm throwing the challenge um and Murta's like what okay Murta, shut up good lord why can't one time he just be like oh okay cool let you me support you decisions and yeah i'm just gonna support you and whatever you need to do because i'm a good decent friend but no no he's angry i don't care if you're angry this isn't your decision shut up let him yeah well, he's like what and he's like why and shut then Jane- up. you don't need a reason he told you he's not doing it let the man be let him have it so then but jamie says it's it's (laughs) so jamie says it's complicated and then murta's like i know i'm a simple-minded fellow but try for an explanation oh my god shut up the man doesn't want to talk what why do you need an explanation what is that going to change shut up Uh, well they're like friends too he's trying to understand what's this sudden change this sudden change of plans we're like giving me a weird vibe and you were just like it's complicated i'd be like like, okay cool whatever let me do what you ever need to if if you need me i'm here i wouldn't be like no tell me every little thing you need to tell me well and also you feel like he like you feel like he would pick up like surely it has something to do with claire it has to do like the way that she can like Pick up that Obviously. vibe, bro. He's yeah, like, like whatever. Room. Whatever Claire said, let's ignore that. Yeah, let's ignore those red flags right there. And the fact that he got thrown in. Let's ignore all of that. And the fact that Jamie seems distraught and upset. So obviously something happened. And there's a reason that he made this decision. Just respect oh. that. <laughs> well, you're going to get even more mad. So he says, try for an explanation. And Jamie says, I like, I can't. And Murta's like, or Jamie says, I canna. And or Jamie says that, and Murta's like, "You canna." And then he says, "Your mind changes like a woman in flux." I hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> I makes- hate him. Every time I watch the show now, I just see Murta picturing Britney's reaction to everything, I- and it makes it so much funnier for me. I hate him so much. I actually like, like Murta. Shut up. Obviously, this isn't some whimmy, like wishy-washy. Look at the how the man is talking. It's not some like, oh, you know what, actually, I think it'd be really funny if I just threw the challenge, even though, you know, that looks badly yeah. on me. That would just be a fun thing to do. Obviously, he's distraught. Oh, oh my God. I There's a him. reason. <laughs> Brittany's legit him. upset. So much. Like, why once can you not just have an appropriate response? Just, well, just one time. Well, and so Jamie basically says to him, trust that I have a sound reason. And so then Mark, yeah, like, you shouldn't have had to out. say that to your, fr- oh, of course, he's to storm out like a three, t- three-year-old toddler throwing a tantrum because like, he didn't get his cookies shut up Murta. go away if you're so mad all the time go back to scotland you're so annoying oh my god we're just at the beginning of this episode and we're gonna murta rant well say what be um me. it's okay it's all right um and so then magnus like why now- is jamie even friends with him he annoys jamie all the time this godfather they love each other you know but um but okay so he leaves and then magnus comes in and he's got like this tray of food for jamie and says like you know me late like me lady uh left me with instructions that you have like a proper meal this morning and jamie's like well, where is me lady this morning and then he goes oh she's gone to the hospital like l'hôpital and then jamie goes huh of course she has and magnus okay, is jamie. like and jamie's like or magnus is like 
pardon? And he's like, nothing. Thank you. <laughs> it's like end of scene. So it's like, okay, morning after fight. Did they make sit it? around and sulk like you did? You're annoying. Well, no. And well, in the way I said it, it's more of just like, he's like, oh, of course. Oh, or like, like, you know what I mean? Of just like, oh, of course she is. And then like, you know, but anyway, like clearly, oh, I don't of know. She's as pregnant as she is, is off to help the other poor, ill people. Well, it's just like, of course, that's where she's going to be. Sure. And also we're in a fight right now. So, um, okay. So now the next scene cuts to, we're at, uh, the hospital, L'Hopital. Um, and Claire is, again, this is where time confuses me because Claire looks a little bit more pregnant than she did last night. Last episode, but <laughs> but like, so she looks, I wouldn't say nine months, but she's far, like, she's gotta be hitting the seven, eight, eight yeah. months okay. mark. Like she's waddling a little bit, looking uncomfortable, just right. like big. Right. Um, and so she's at the hospital and she's like walking around and like Monsieur Florenz, Florenz, he's, he's one of the physicians, the volunteer mm-hmm. physicians there. He's the one that is, his job is he's the King's executioner. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So he, he calls her over is and he asks. Is the urinary tract guy? Urinary I can't remember if he was the urinoscopist okay. or if he was. I don't know if we know what his specialty is. I can't oh, okay. remember. I have to go okay. back and look. Because yeah. there's one that is the bone specialist, one that's yeah. the urinoscopist, um, that kind of stuff. Doesn't really but, matter. But um, but yeah, so he's uh so he asks Claire, you know, if he would if he would come and help him like prepare this man for burial. So they've got like a oh. patient that didn't Fun. make it. And Claire's like, Oh, certainly. And she comes over and she asks him, like, Oh, are you going somewhere? And this is where he tells her oh, he's been summoned by the king to perform his usual duties. Claire's like, What a oh. weird job to have. Right? How do you get that job? Like, do you apply for it? I don't know. Do they just like, chose, you, yeah. choose you? Or do they, like, look at the king's guard and be like, okay, we need a new executioner. That dude kicked the bucket. And it's like, okay, I'll do it. Or is it like, no, you look like you could swing an axe. You're the guy. Like, you look like you – well, and, like, <laughs> wait, it get, this gets interesting too. So Claire's like, oh, nice. And then um, the, this is where he says, you know, apparently there are there are sev- there are several to be executed um, practitioners of the dark arts and those who associate with them. And then he looks at her and plays like, "Ooh, with her reputation." So it's like he's giving her like That's subtle nice. hints. He's giving her like, yeah. and so as we're doing this, as we're going through this scene, I'm getting the sense that he's trying to kind of warn her. Yeah. Like, you know, he's trying to, like, without coming out and saying it, he's being like, listen, I like you. Uh, you might get caught up with Be careful. Yeah. Um. So he's looking at her and Claire looks at him and it's like Which, tense. like, she shouldn't need that warning. She already been down this song and dance. I know. Well, and know. really all she's done is gone to the apothecary, right? But yes, it but depends. she didn't do anything the last time and she got almost burned at the stake. Well, and get it, she's a woman that knows about, like, medicine. medicine so that's inherently yeah. witchy. Yeah, and then the you go hang out at the place that the guy's selling the poison. Remember what happened with Gladys? Mm-hmm. Her husband. It's not good around to be the poisoner. Tisk tisk tisk. Um, also, where is Gladys? Pile of ash. I hate that response. <laughs> um, okay, so then Claire looks at him, and then he explains. You know, you, you know, he thought that they that, that the men would have been hanged, but it's the king's pleasure to have them drawn and quartered. <gasps> 
Ew. So that's why this guy, because this guy is a special, because in order to do that, you've got to have knowledge about the, and he goes into some detail. Claire's like, I'm not sure pleasure is the word I'd use. And then he, he goes in to talk about, you know, to just hang someone, you know, any, anyone could do that, but to properly draw and quarter requires great skill. And Claire's like, I'd imagine so. And he starts to talk about, he goes, first the man or woman and looks at her. And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. You red flag, red flag. Yikes. In trouble. Oh, no. Um, and she's pregnant. Okay. Can we not? Ouch. Um, like, and then, and then, you know, so he says like first the Ooh, man I just or had woman. A really bad image in my head. That's just, oh, don't go there. Don't no, go there. Yeah, I don't like um, that. It says, you know, first they must be hanged, but you've got to do it carefully. So you don't break the neck. And then as they, you know, what? as they die, yeah, to draw and quarter, because he goes, as they die, you have to reach inside the cavity to grab the heart while it still beats in your hand. And Claire's trying to, like, keep her cool here. And then he what? says, yes, and he talks about pulling it out while it's still beating. You know, you've got to play to the crowd. He's like, anything else after death is mere butchery. So he's like, you know, you've got to have the skill to like hang them, but what? not break their I neck. And re- quartered is you, you have the horses what? and you pull them apart. I don't know. Maybe you do that after, maybe before that happens. You do that to the body? You rip the heart out. I thought drawing quarter is you get hooked up to the four horses and they pull you apart in every direction. I thought maybe, that was drawing maybe that's, quartering. Maybe that's the quartering part, but maybe the drawing is drawing the heart out. That's... Ew! I Why could do you be have to wrong. Hang them first. Why can't you just reach in and grab their heart? That's I. But mean, you hang them that so that they're that still either. alive because you want the heart to beat. This is so morbid. But he goes into this detailed explanation, and Claire is like trying to remain calm, and you know, as she tries to do. Yeah, she had a better poker face than you, Brittany. I'm just gonna no, say that's really disturbing. It's Why, gross. What do you do with why the heart out? Because you're playing to the crowd. So he talks about it's a performance, right? You'd be doing this in front of a crowd. So you pull it out while it's still beating. <laughs> and what? then, yeah. I've then. never heard of this and it's really, really gross. You know what? We don't need to dwell. We can move forward. But just. No, but I'm also morbidly curious of yes. what the heck. Don't put Where that into you your Google search. Out? Don't put that in your Google search. Google search. That's like another watch list you're going to be on. Yeah, I'm going to have my FBI agent is real curious. Why? How do they get the heart out? Do they go through the chest? Well, when he said cavity, I was like, where is that? Like the chest cavity? cavity? Is he cutting open? A, I don't know. I just try why to, do you need, I don't get why you need to be hung first. I don't know. Honestly, I'm sure we could research, but. I don't know. Let's do not. I, do I need these answers? I don't know if you need those visuals, quite honestly. That's true. I don't think I do. Okay, let's keep going. Just file under. Okay, I'm just going to go with the flow well, on that. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to accept whatever weirdness he wants. To well, find. and then Claire's just kind of like, well, and then he looks at her and says, I have made you pale with this with this tedious conversation. And then he says, tedious, not the word I'd use, but okay. Okay. And then he goes, perhaps our friend Master Raymond would be better company. Oh, so just like dropping those hints. Another warning, almost like again, warning her of like he's Master yeah, Raymond's he's... in danger, you're in danger, subliminals. Um, and so she looks at him and they both nod at each other. And then he says, Au revoir, Madame Fraser, and bows and walks away. So then oh, you a solid friend. So then next scene cuts to Claire arriving at the apothecary and like right away going in into the back room with master raymond and and telling this is gladys all over again why does she make these stupid decisions she's got to warn her friends she wants to warn her friends okay but it never works her friends get ashed 
get hashed. Well, Leary is not here to fuck with her this time, okay? So, <laughs> oh, Leary, you know, um, remember when she was the big enemy? Yeah, my own things have changed. Um, still not a fan. Um, but yeah, so she then, fun. so okay. then your version of fun and my my <laughs> version of fun is like. Jamie and Claire's sexy time. Your version of fun is like homicidal teenager. <laughs> we are not the same. We are not the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she arrives at the apothecary and she like goes in and then pull in there in like his like back room or whatever. And she tells him like, she's like, you must leave the city at once. Like the king is, the king is on this cruise is on a crusade. Um, and then master Raymond says, you know, well, Oh, that this has happened before. It's of no concern. You know, the okay, king. That's what Gladys said. Oh my God, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> You're like, oh God, oh God. Oh God, well, then, I've been here. And then he says, the king's great grandfather, Louis XIV, oh, did Gladys the same. Was pregnant too. Oh, this is very parallel. Yes. Although, I'm not liking this. Her pregnancy, yeah. Well, and her pregnancy was like a little more hidden. Like, whereas sure, like sure, Claire sure, sure. is like a beach ball right now. Very obvious. Sure, sure, sure. You still don't think that if they. You're getting parallels power, right now. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Danger, Claire. Please be careful. You didn't think that priest would have still thrown her in that hole? Yeah, of course he would have. Ouch. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he mentions, you know, the king's great-grandfather, Louis Fourteenth did the same, um, rounding up people. Um, it was his way of, of showing his righteousness or whatever. And then he said soon after they were all freed, you know, a simple renunciation of Satan was their penance. So he's like, he rounded them all up, and then they were all let go, and they She's just like, had no, to no, like no. – their hearts are being like <laughs> and Claire's like out of their chests. Claire's like it's a little different. It's a little different, bro. Well, and Claire says, I fear this time is different. The king wants blood. Monsieur Fore, not friends, Monsieur Fore warned warned of them prepping for executions. Like you're in grave danger. And then he kind of pauses and he's like, Well then, if it is as you say, you put yourself at grave risk coming here. Like you yeah, should you should not go. have come. And then he says, yeah. I, I'm he's like, I'm touched, See, but I'm he knows too. Well, and he says, I'm touched, I'm touched by your concern. And she looks at him and says, well, this is what friends do for each other. Claire tries, you know, she tries to be a good friend. She's like, when, my, when I know my friend is in danger of being murdered, <laughs> accused, <laughs> accused of the dark arts, I'm going to try to warn them. Even when um, I end up on the pyre beside them. <laughs> shit. Um, she's like, this Arr -arr. is what friends do. And then he says... You know, okay, I'll I'll heed your warning and flee the city at once. And he says, "We will meet again, Madonna, in this life or another." And he kisses her hand and then like leaves. And you're like, okay, interesting. So now that's that scene. And then now we cut to it's. This is where I'm so confused. I feel like there's a whole scene that just happened off camera that we weren't privy oh. to, and we're just supposed to fill in the blanks. And it's fucking weird. So now it's it's now probably later that night. We're in Jamie and Claire's room, and she's like lying on the chaise, and he's like massaging her feet. And I'm like, Wait, <laughs> what? like so. I'll, so I yeah, because it's like with the timeline where they had a huge argument. So this is what I'm saying. Like I don't know if they're if they made up. If we're it? just kind of assuming that okay, they've decided to get past this, I think it'll be a little bit more clear after. But right away, you're like, okay, and it is a little weird because he's still thinking a lot and not necessarily broody, but like still thinking, and mm. she's a little bit more smiling, and and I think she thinks. It's they're like okay. they're okay now and you're getting the vibe that like Jamie's still holding back. It's kind of the uh, vibe okay. I'm getting. But so he's like get, like massaging her feet. 
Um, and then Claire is just kind of smiling at him. And she's like, how do you know that this is exactly what I needed? And then he's like, oh, well, I remember, you know, I remember how much Jenny said it, it helped her when she was pregnant. Yeah. Claire seems to be in a better mood than him. It's really weird. And then, and then Jamie's kind of pausing and he says, you know, I've been thinking. Uh, and he's like, you said I owed you a life because you saved mine. Well, I've saved yours, um, at least as often. So it seems we're even. And Claire's like, she feels like the sh- the tonal shift and she's like, mm. she's like even. And then he's like, um, he goes, I, um, I, you know, I didn't give you Randall's life in payment of a debt. I owe Frank nothing. You had a free choice between us and you chose me. The fact that you did shouldn't entitle him to any particular consideration. And Claire is like, she like takes her feet out of his hands now and is like sitting up. She's like, oh God, she's getting nervous. <laughs> she's like, the things are shifting. What's happening? Well, and she's like, but, but, but Frank's innocent and all this. She's like, man, we just had this conversation. Yeah, um, why are we going backwards? <laughs> and then Jamie says what, you know, what Randall did was worse than death. What lies between me and him can only be settled uh, when one of us is dead. <sighs> okay. Yeah. But dude, in a year, very Harry, literally wait a year, bro. It's very Harry Potter. Like, what, what's the prophecy? Oh, so, one of us can... Yeah, neither can survive, can survive while the other it, lives or yeah. some shit. Neither can live while the other survives or something. Something like um, that. You know, so then Claire's like, well, so then Your why soil, did... Souls are intertwined. Yeah. So she's like, uh, is the Blackjack Randall a Horcrux? I don't know. <gasps> Maybe. Um, and so it's then... All exists with, within the Harry Potter universe. Ooh, and so Ooh. then so then she says um well so then why did you promise me that you'd let randall live then right yeah. and then and then he says because of charles like yes he's a he's a canny sl- like slippery man um but there's there's a light in his eyes that will fool good men into thinking that he's god's chosen one destined to make the Stuart restoration a, a reality he's like charles is he's a freaking idiot but he's he's winning people over Right. So and why does so, wait? What? What is he trying to say? Wait. So he's basically saying because you know Charles is very canny. He's winning people over, and he says to her, "We've thwarted him all we can, Claire, and you know we've done as much as we can, and we may still find ourselves staring right into the abyss awaiting us at the bottom of Claude and more." So then he says, "So if anything should should happen to me," and Claire's like, "Don't t- like she's like not oh, like." Oh, I see where he's going with yeah. this. I need Frank to be there so yeah. you can get out. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not doing hell. He was trying to do with this. I was like, where is it going? Right. And so Claire's like, you know, when he says, so if anything were to, should happen to me and she immediately is like shutting this down because she does not like this line of thinking. She's like, don't, don't talk like that. She's like, no, no. And he's like, I want there to be a place for you, someone to care for you for our bairn. And he touches her face. Um, And this, so this is why I think maybe they've gotten through it because somewhere along the line, Jamie made the mental decision that I've, I've chosen. It's not because she pulled the debt card on me. I've made the decision. She's like, I've, he's like, I've made the mental decision that I'm going to let him live because if this all goes to shit, there needs, I need him to be in the future for her to send her back. And so that's why he, he's able to kind of push with, you know, push like through that maybe. Um, it's maybe, so that's why he's not like maybe harboring the resentment. Yeah. Cause she was you know? manipulating him. Well, cause he's decided like, you know what? I've thought about it and this is why this needs to happen. And it's, 
you know, and it, and it's not because I owe anyone anything. It's not because I owe Frank anything. It's not because I owe, it's because, you know, I, even though we've had a rough day, like I love you and there's a good chance that this is all going to go to shit. And I, I need him to be there for me to like send you back to be safe or whatever. Okay. There we go. So I think maybe that's how this, it's very jarring to start though. Cause you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you just had a huge blow up. What's happening? You're like this doesn't compute. Did you talk it out and we missed it? What the hell? Um, so he says, you know, I want there to be someone to care for you for our Baron. And he says, I want it to be a man that loves you. So now it's my turn to ask you for a promise. And then he says, promise me oh. that if the time should come, you will go back through the stones back to Frank. That's how it happened. And so she pauses. Like, you can tell she hates this. She doesn't, like, even want to contemplate this. Okay, but he didn't either. So buck up, woman. No, well, she pauses. She pauses. And then she looks and she says, like, okay, I I promise. It's like, I don't want to make this promise, but okay, I'll promise. And then, you know, uh, oh, and then he kisses her and he puts his hand on her belly and lays her head on her belly. And she looks like, well, shit, this is an awful thought. I don't like she's like, now yeah. she's upset because she's like, he's, you know, he's like cuddling the baby bump and she's like, you know, patting his back or whatever, thinking like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm sure in her head, she's thinking also Master Raymond said, I will meet him again. I'm sure that's yeah. popped into her mind. And then does this mean Jamie? Oh my gosh. Like all of these things she doesn't want to even contemplate. You know what I mean? Like all of these things that could happen, but, um, okay. So now it's the, I'm assuming it's the next morning. We're not getting any messages of like one week later. So I would assume it's the next morning. The calendar flip. Yeah. Just right. Chairs off. (laughs) Just flip. Um, and it's, uh, it's Claire and Fergus and Jamie and Myrta and Claire's like, um, Claire's like mashing up herbs and all Mm. that kind of stuff and she's like making this concoction that she's gonna test on jamie so remember they're trying to fabricate smallpox to mess with the whole compte prince charles plan right right so and myrta's more he's like why are we trying to fake smallpox and oh my god myrta and why are you so irritating about everything he's just like why are we doing all of these tricks none of this fucking makes sense to me i don't understand just go along with it. Nothing you do makes sense. So shut up. Well, and so then, well, and I think for him, he he knows Jamie's not telling him the whole story and that's not normal for them, right? Like Jamie tells him everything. He's been well, there in the highs there. and lows. And so he's like, we're close enough. Like, why are you not being up? Like, what are you holding back from me, right? Um, and so, okay, and Jamie says, oh, because, well, because the French, the French financiers are, you know, they're waiting to see if Prince Charles wine venture is successful and um if it is they're going to be lining up to to give money to the jacobites so we can't let that happen um so the where claire is like you know even if we can get um if we can get sandra man's warehouse like if we could get the inventory destroyed that's their plan right mm-hmm. to make it seem like the crew has yeah, smallpox and, and then the harbor master will um Won't he also kill all of them if that happens again <laughs> i don't know if they feel that far ahead um and then, you know, they're like, yeah, and Charles will lose his investment. And Claire's like, and he'll go scurrying back home to Rome with his legs, with his tail between his legs. And then Myrta, you might like this. Myrta's like, or we could just slit the Italian pop's throat and be done with it. 
It's like, I mean, fair point, Martha. All of these fucking plays. Like, can we not just kill yeah, him? Just and then, him. well, then Claire says killing him will only make him a martyr throughout Scotland. Like, that's not gonna, yeah, you know, because there's still his father. The French, yeah, but it might back off the French investors. Some being like, okay, your prince just got murdered. Maybe yeah. I don't. Your security isn't. Well, tight, but I think I think her fear though is like the impact that it will have on scotland so if it if that raises the clans in scotland they're still fucked because then colada could still happen it might jar up the timeline enough yeah maybe if you're just trying to create a ripple effect yeah um and yeah murta's very annoyed and then so this is where claire (laughs) claire is showing fergus what to do with the ingredients right so she's like okay so you pour this and you pour this so she's basically made a concoction that they would drink like you that they would slip into the bottles of alcohol there and then this like powder that if they can slip it onto their coats because in the powder is what will give them the rash on their skin Uh, and stuff right and so um Jamie is the guinea pig, so Jamie drinks it, and then she starts putting the the stuff on his chest. And Fergus is playing around with some gauze, like fully, like across his face, across his eyes. Like she's trying to teach him because it's going to be Jamie and Fergus that go to the warehouse to do right. it. So Fergus needs to know what to do. He's like playing with the gauze, and done. And she's like, "Stop fooling around and pay attention." And he looks. He goes, "But I am." And then she goes, <laughs> "I laughed so hard." Oh, Katrina. Claire goes. But, but you're not. <laughs> when I tell you I cackled out loud. Oh, my God. And then he just shrugs. He's like, she's like but, but, you're not. And he's just like, huh? And then Jamie says, Jamie says to her, like, I don't, I don't feel anything. And she goes, hmm. And then she's like, ah, and there's this other ingredient. She's like, okay, this. And gets him to, to she's being a little bit of a chemist. <laughs> and she's like. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And she's like, take this. And then she goes, with luck, the combination will cause severe stomach pains and vomiting. And Murta's like, hmm, well, you're in for a pleasant evening. Shut up, Murta. <laughs> um, so the, again, the plan is to sneak some of this into a Why few bottles. Why doesn't Murta the guinea pig? Okay. Because <laughs> he's already grumpy enough. I don't know. Well, you can talk if he was throwing up all night. Maybe Jamie's like, I volunteer, you know. But so, yeah, so the plan is to, to, to sneak some of this into a few of the, few of the bottles and Saint, for St. Germain's men to drink. Um, and then Claire's kind of explaining what the symptoms should be that the, the, the crew um, start to experience. And then mm-hmm. Jamie, you can tell he's starting to not feel great. Like, he can feel it. And he's like, oh. <laughs> And then he's like, and then he's like, oh, and she checks and his chest is all red. And Claire's like, et voila, I give you smallpox. (laughs) And Myrta's like, masquerade and games. What next? A rousing game of charades? And and God, he's so annoying. (laughs) And Fergus goes, oh, yes, the ladies at Maison Elise play charades with the clients without any clothes on. And then Myrta storms out and then Jamie and Jamie feels so shitty. He's like, he's like, Fergus, he's like, quiet, laddie. He's just like, stop, stop talking, stop talking. And then Fergus is like, but I was quiet. <laughs> and Jamie's like, get, get. And then Fergus just like throws his hands up in the air and like leaves. He's like, he's adults. I don't know. As Jamie looks like he's ready to die. He's like, get. And so then Claire then starts putting some ointment on his chest to like ease the rash. So she's like, okay, right. we know it works, but it's not going to make you suffer. And um, maybe you suffer a little bit. A little bit. And then she goes, and she's just like, Myrta's angry. 
Okay, Marta's always angry. How do, is this? He's even, particularly like, angry right now. Can you even tell anymore? <laughs> and then Jamie's like, Jamie's like, oh well, I don't blame him. And then they both like pause and look at okay. each other. I blame him. Well, and then and then Jamie goes, we need to tell him. And then Claire goes, I oh, was thinking God. just the same thing. Claire's like, oh, I was thinking God. the same thing. He's going to be insufferable now <laughs> when he knows. And Claire's, and so Claire's like resting her hand. Her belly is to the point where it's a sh- shelf now. So she's just <laughs> always got her hands resting on her, on her belly. And then Jamie's like, I, everything. And Claire's like everything. And then Jamie's stomach is like, Whoa, and he's like not having a good time. And so then he's like, Oh, and he like leans forward on her. So his head is on her stomach and he's, she's just like patting his back. Like, <laughs> They're there. <laughs> Don't throw up on me, please. <laughs> They're there. This hopefully this will hopefully this will pass. Um, so then the next scene is we can see Jamie now goes outside. Still she still looks like he doesn't feel great and his chest is still red. But he goes out to the courtyard where like their main little courtyard where mm. Merch is like pacing and he goes out and we can see Claire's like up watching from the window. Mm. So like watching this conversation. We get like a, a montage of okay them talking we hear a bit of gallic and and that kind of stuff and then it cuts to him Murta's just like quiet and he's paused and he's like he's like well he goes if you believe your wife to be a witch and he's like okay or no he goes he goes your wife to be a witch because because how else does time travel make sense you know what i mean like how else does it make sense to anyone so of course okay so she's a witch i guess no, she just fell through a rock. Follow along, Marta. No, no witchy things happening. He goes, no well, if you, he goes, if you believe your wife to be a, a witch, and he goes, then who am I to contradict you? And then they both kind of smile, and it's like, oh, okay, he took it well, fine. But then he walks up to Jamie and punches him in the face of, of like a, of a, that's, oops, I just hit that, of that, like the whole, that's for not telling me. And Jamie gives him a look like, yeah, okay, I deserve No, it. no. Like, no, you then don't deserve that. Men, they brawl, okay? These are two Highlanders. They solve things with no, their fists. No, I don't agree. Hit him back. He's been a, an annoyance and the pain in the ass for like a season right now. <laughs> I can't do it. You can't I do, do it. I do not accept this. Well, Jamie gives him a look like, okay, fine. And then he's almost like, feel better now? Yeah. And then Mert is like, but you should have trusted me with that knowledge from the beginning. And then they both go Shut inside. up, Murta. And they both go inside, and Claire looks slightly less stressed now. Um, so that's positive. Okay, so then now the next scene is we're back out in, like, that courtyard, and, and it looks like Jamie and Fergus are preparing to leave because they have to travel from to the, Paris to La right. Harve. Cause they have to go to La Harve cause that's where the comps warehouse is, where the, sh- oh, the stuff okay. is. So they have to go there to like dose the stuff to get his crew members sick and then ride back. Oh, okay. right. So it's that uh, like by horseback, that's going to be a few days probably. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, they're preparing to leave and then Claire comes out. Um, and I know I keep mentioning it, but I cannot get over how, <laughs> how big she is, and especially, <laughs> especially with, I swear to God, they still make her wear the bum roll. So she oh, just... Oh, yeah, she just wide. Just just everywhere. She just looks so big, like, so, <laughs> so, but, like, in a beautiful way, you know? Yeah. She's very clearly very with child, right? Um, um, but, yeah, so she comes out with his saddlebag and is, like, putting it on him and, like, straightening his 
shirt and she's like, oh, be careful. And he's like, I will. And she's like, you always say that mean it this time. Oh yeah. Call him out. Be like, you always say that and you end up in jail constantly that- or stabbed <laughs> or bleeding or almost hung or <laughs> right. Remember when you went out with the watch and then this turned into an awful ordeal. Yeah. Let's try not to do that again, <laughs> please. Baby coming soon. I'd like you to be here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but yeah. And so, yeah, she's like, you always say that mean it this time. And then she goes to Fergus and she, and she says it to him in French. She's like, and you don't do anything dim witted. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and he, he points to himself, like looking shocked, like, whoa, me. And she's like laughing. And she's like, yes, you. <laughs> um, and he's like, we, oui, milady. Um, Cause he always calls her milady. So they're milady and milord is how he refers oh, okay. to them. Okay, cute. He's like, we me lady. He's like, and I will watch over me Lord as well. And then, um, so they're both up on their horses. And then she, she goes over to Jamie and says like, well, you're in good hands. Um, and he says to her, you know, I'll see you, I'll see you in a few days. And he leans down from his horse and gives her a kiss and then rides off as she watches more being like <laughs> slightly worried of like yeah, being like i've done this before it never turns out well <laughs> literally so many every time bad things happen how many times have i watched you ride away <laughs> it's not ended well um so now um we cut to okay claire's clearly like gone inside and she's gone up to like their parlor study area um and it's it's Myrta sitting at one of the desks like writing like you can see he's like got a quill and paper and he's like writing something and she walks in the room and it's like the first time oh he's gonna say something well no it's just it's the first time they're meeting it's like oh because they're 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 both like she's like is he gonna is this gonna be weird now that he knows that I'm from the future (laughs) like you know what I mean like it's like is this so how do we how do we start this conversation is yeah uh, like do you want to know about planes like yeah I could I could tell you I told Jamie all about them um (laughs) And so they just kind of look at each other like and they're, jazz. <laughs> yeah. listen, let me tell you about the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. <laughs> yeah. Let me actually give you some context for that awful song that you made me ruin. Okay. <laughs> From Company B. Um, and uh, yeah, do you know what jazz? What's jazz? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so yeah. And then, so they kind of, so she slowly walks over to the desk and she looks at what he's been writing and we can see that he's been writing down dates. So he's been basically, he's been writing down all of the years from 1918 up until, right? Like just trying to like, probably like mentally or like visualize how far ahead this is what she's from, right? So he's writing it out and he shows her. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Being like how many years she actually like from this, right? And so then he's like, and so then he points at the paper and he says to her, so he's like, so you've lived through these years then, and it's from 1918 to 1945 is all written out. And then she's like, yes. And then she's like, this was the year I was born. She points to 1918. And then she goes, and then she points to 1939. And she's like, and this is the year I became a nurse. And he looks at her perplexed. She's like, healer. Cause I guess like nurse is, is is it's like other than the same when she says, when she says to Jamie the first time I'm a nurse and he looks at her boobs and he's like, she's not a wet nurse. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, the first episode she's like a healer and then she says during the world war and he kind of like sighs and he goes so you know you know what happens to the jacobites then and she's like yes um i know when the rising will begin um and then she's like and then he says um oh then then you know how it ends too and it doesn't end well and she's like no unless we stop it all together and he's like, but, but you know all the dates then, like when things will happen, when, when people will die. And she's like, I, I don't know about you or Jamie or, or any of us. 
she's only going to know the broad strokes of history what's in what's in textbooks and stuff right and so considering scotland lost they're not a lot of scottish historians history is written usually by the victors yeah right they like to erase the the other stuff yes exactly so um and then myrta says to her myrta's like well even even knowing what jamie says you do i wouldn't want to bear that burden and she and then again, her hand is resting on her belly shelf, <laughs> just plopped there. And then he puts his hand on her hand has, and like has, gives her look. Has she told Jamie about Gladys? I f- they haven't had that conversation, but I feel like he knows because she had the mark. Yeah. Right. So I just they, feel like it's they one of those. haven't explicitly said that yet. Right? I, I just assume that. That he put it together. Well, I, I, it's one of those conversations I'm sure happen, have, I just assume it oh, happened okay. off camera. Okay. Um, and I think maybe in the book, they, it is referred to a bit. So, I mean, I just, I just watching the show, I just kind of assumed because again, okay. cause he says, you know, you have the exact same mark as her. Yeah. Right. And then she explains, this is a smallpox, smallpox vaccination. Yeah. So Which he's, then leads. Okay. I just so wasn't sure if it know. had been explicitly said or if it was just, like it hasn't implied. really, but I feel I strongly would say it's, Im- they've probably discussed it off camera or okay. he's been able to infer. So he knows that she was also a traveler. Right. Um, and, but yeah, so then Claire has her hands over resting on her belly and he puts his, Myrta puts his hand on her hand. Um, and don't try and be sweet now. You're annoying. Go away. Well, and it's interesting cause she's biting. She's a little teary and it's, I almost fit, get this feel, this feeling of she feels unburdened. Like it's like a relief that another, oh, other because the know, only yeah. person that knows is Jamie, right? Yeah. Like, and then Myrta's so close to them and they've had to be Unfortunately. like, well, and they've had to be like, we need to stop this. We need to stop this. And he's like, but what, like, how are you so sure? And they've been yeah. evading and you know, she's always no, probably to, like, yeah, we can just talk about it. She can, well, and then for him to acknowledge, like, you know what, like, that's a lot to carry. Like even the yeah. knowledge that, you know, that's a lot for a person to carry. And she's, I feel like in that moment, she's feeling like seen. She's like, yeah, thank you, Myrta. <laughs> and she's like a little teary or whatever. So it's like, a, you know, say what you will about Myrta, but it is like a sweet, sweet moment. Um, and like I said, you get so like it's stuff. I feel like we don't get this stuff in the books between the two of them. Like we mm. get, they have a much more somewhat human. We'll just Claire and him forming an actual relationship, right? Like we really don't get much of that in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that Wish the we had show a less of it. So I like that the show actually like invests in that. <laughs> just going to keep going. It's cool. Yep. Right? It's right. <laughs> um, okay. So then the next scene is um it's like a riding montage so it's fergus and jamie and they're riding their horses to laharve and it's daytime daytime and then did you notice bridgerton anthony got off his horse with the over swing yes <laughs> and i thought of you i was like stacy's gonna like this it's literally jamie's, it's when jamie's he, horse dismount literally when he did it i was like he just did the sam hewen he did the Jamie Fraser. Like, I literally, as he did, I've never seen that dismount by anybody else, like, ever, I saw, until I saw Sam a, do it. To get off his, and I was like, ah, it's the Jamie. It's the Jamie and I love that, that, that you're, Stacey loves. I love that you're, like, an Outlander watcher now, and then you see that, and your immediate thought is like, ooh. Outlander. I will say, there's something extra fine about it being done in a kilt with it, like, swinging around. Okay, but his coattails were pretty impressive on that. Flailing around, but yeah. They were. And it, it just... It's interesting because, like, they're all dashing. Sam's oh done God. it quite a few times, and I'm just always so amazed how high he's able to flip they his leg. Both of them. I are, don't and it's so get it. Quick and smooth. I'm well, like, 
And it's like, and you can see Sam, he'll lean, like he'll lean back just a little bit and then just like, yeah. Yeah. And then and, and in one motion, slide off the horse. And I'm like, I really need to know of the times where you effed that up and fell on your face. I know. Did it happen? I feel like, though, to everyone in Bridgerton that were on horses, you could tell, like, they rode. Like, they were so comfortable. Like, you have you ever yeah, seen watch things to. and you're like, you watch them and you're like, ooh, you don't like horses. <laughs> it's <laughs> like very, very, yeah. Yeah, very stiff. And you're like, I, you're trying to make me think that you I, ride horses, but you don't. <laughs> I feel like if you're a British actor, it's like a given that you need that you can ride, ride it. a yeah, horse. That is true. Anytime you do a period piece. Yeah. And there are all the period pieces are always in England. You always need the British actors. Well, and it, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know if they, if it was substantial enough that they would have needed to do a boot, like I boot camp. Like I know with Outlander uh, at the beginning of season did. one, they did like a, Sword fighting bouquet horse that makes sense. They yeah. ride their horses so much, like they're charging. They need to be yeah. able to control. Well, that's the thing them. too. Yeah, Sam, Jake, Claire, Claire, and all of them are very com- comfortable on the horses. Mm-hmm. It's just impressive to me. I'm like, oh, oh for sure. Well, even there's the one where in the in season one in the episode where Claire gets goes to Gladys at the end, like Jamie mm-hmm. has to go with Dougal. I've, I find it so interesting that his horse, it's almost like reversing a car where, you know, where you like, like he, he's on his horse, says goodbye to her, gets on the horse and then back, the horse backs out and then turns and goes. And like, that seems, I'm sure though, you need to know how to control a horse to be able to settle, like subtly, like the comfort to be able to do that. Yeah. So it's just like natural and you're not like, <laughs> there's outtakes too. I need to get you to see the blooper reel for season one. We're going to watch that eventually. Oh, true. Garen, I love bloopers. But there's, there's a couple where uh, the horses are like freaking out with the actors on them. <laughs> so there's one where Sam's on his horse and it's galloping him and him and Katrina are side by side. And Sam's horse starts almost like bucking oh no or whatever like back and, yeah. and, and sam just like totally keeps his cool like still going just like controlling it but it's so like just doing weird things like <laughs> to not be like oh uh, yeah like freaking out, like, out oh my gosh um but yeah so but so jamie and um fergus are, are riding to laharve and then we can see okay they get there it's nighttime they're at the warehouse and you can see fergus sneaks in Mm. grabs a like so he has to be careful until the room's clear grabs a couple bottles brings them out to jamie jamie breaks the cork off pulls a bit out and then says okay put them back on the table where the men are sure to see them they're not going to let it go to waste they're not going to care that like it's the corks have been broken it's like it's damaged product we can't sell it Uh, don't let it go to waste and then he gives him the, the like powder with a brush and says okay make sure like the men's coats that are hanging make sure you brush this along the inside um and he's like yes yes me lord and then he goes and then you know does this does this little pickpocket sleuthing you know and then sneaky um sneaky sneak fergus is a very good sneaky sneak and um so then okay now the next scene it looks like it's maybe dawn like super 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 early morning and it's like jamie's like slipping into back into the bedroom so he's just arrived mm. home um, and Claire's in bed, but is like awake because she right away she like turns over. She's like, "Well, is it a success?" And Jamie, and Jamie's like, "She's probably not been sleeping until he knows that he's home too, yeah. or she knows that he's home." And then Jamie's like, "Oh well, I didn't really stick around to see if it worked." <laughs> um, so he's like, "But we'll soon like we'll soon find out." Um, and then Claire's like, "It has to. Charles can't get his hand on that money." And then Jamie like um, 
clearly he's been riding all night and he just wants to like lie in yeah. his bed with his wife and and he gets into bed and he's like and he goes dinner fashion when he and down if anyone can deliver pestilence and disease it's us <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's like <laughs> that's truth <laughs> true <Hey>, man <laughs> very true and then he kisses her and then they like get into bed and they kind of like spoon like where it's like but, like she's big spoon he's little spoon oh <laughs> that's then cute. he but then he has to turn sideways because her her belly's quite large you know so you gotta adjust i mean they just kind of lie there um and then and then um oh and then i just wrote again later question mark because it's nighttime and we're at maison elise so i guess maybe oh, okay. later that night you just go with, i'm just gonna assume it's maybe later that night um jamie arrives at maison elise and prince charles is like over in the corner and he's like james James, oh like putting him around the corner and he goes to the side and Prince Charles looks stressed. And he goes, fin finally, you're here. I've been anxiously awaiting your arrival. And then Jamie's like, oh, I came as soon as I, I got your message. And the Comte, um, the Comte is like, um, that was hours ago. And then he says to the Prince, it's an absurd choice. We cannot rely on him. <laughs> and Jamie's like, as I said, I came straight away. Um, <laughs> Calm down. And then Prince Charles Not is like, <laughs> right. And then Prince Charles is like, um, oh, I would, I would trust Lord Brock Turek with my life. And then Jamie's like, how, how may I be of service? And then Charles basically tells him about, you know, how some of the crew members have come down with this mysterious illness. And Jamie's like, is it contagious? <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Putting his oh, acting hat on. <laughs> is it, con oh, is it contagious? And then, and then the Comte is like, perhaps the infected men are hidden away for now, but, but soon they will be missed. And Jamie's like, what about the harbor master? Has he been paid off? Isn't that how you normally do these things? <laughs> and um, okay, so like, calm it down a little. <laughs> like, and, well, and he's like trying to play that he's like in yeah. on it, but and then and then the comp is like, you know, he's far too scrupulous of a man for that. And like, yeah, the comp does not like or trust Jamie. And I mean, I mean he is sabotaging, and also Jamie yeah. does not like or trust him either. So, yeah. you know, just all kinds of not no trust um and then and then the prince so then the prince basically says he wants jamie to transport the wine from um the warehouse the comms warehouse in the harv to his warehouse that we need to like oh. now move it um and then jamie's like well this endeavor could jeopardize my cousin's business and the comms like i uh, i warned you he would try to gouge gouge us for like an exorbitant fee and then the prince is like, James knows this is no time for negotiation negotiations. <laughs> Mark me. <laughs> Mark me. And then and then the comte says, Be that it is as it may, I don't trust him. And it's like, okay, dude. Peace out then. Have fun with your smallpox. <laughs> well, and like and then it, it, the camera flashes to Jamie and you, it's so like, well, feelings mutual, bro. Don't yeah. particularly trust you either. Pretty sure you tried to off my wife twice. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know if this is, you F know. you, bro. <laughs> um, and the comp says, he has ruined me once before. And then the prince says, James, you know this is not merely for, my, for financial gain. The profits, these profits will, you know, be the seeds uh, – the seeds which which we can expel the Hanoverian usurpers from my father's throne. Okay, dude. So much, and then um, so dramatic, eh? So much, so with whimsical. You're like, okay, take it down a notch, sir. It's like, I like no offense, but you know that like really, really dramatic theater kid that like just everything they said. You're like, okay, like, calm it down. 
Anna Green Gables, you know, my mom used to call me a little Anna Green Gables. Like everything was just so, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Like even as I was a kid, I think I said to my neighbor, a little kid. I was maybe like six, seven, eight. You have like soliloquies and you're like, well, okay. literally, so I was just asking you how your day was. Literally. I think we were out and <laughs> it was like, I don't know. I was maybe like eight or nine. And then our neighbor's little girl was You do like have the nice ginger hair. Four, right? Ginger blonde. You know, my, you know, it looks pretty ginger right now. I light. know it's, well, it's dark. Well, yeah, there's like different tones to it plus yeah. it's wet because they shower it so, oh, yeah, you know. it doesn't but you know but <laughs> carrot top but no um my okay. name i still my, think you have a soul thanks Woo. No <laughs> guys i don't have red hair i have blonde hair but it's definitely there's like auburn tones oh, to it she's for a sure. ginger don't let her lie to you Def's blonde but it's okay um <laughs> with Aub- auburn tones but no um my yeah we were out somewhere and like i'm maybe eight or nine my neighbor's kids like for you know but I used to interact with all the little mm. neighbor kids and be on the turn like I think she had to go to the washroom and had to like pop a squat outside and I said something to the effect of like let's say her name was Carly I was like well Carly now it's time to learn how to pee like a woman or something <laughs> you're like okay and I'm like eight and, and my oh, neighbor yeah. looked at my mom and my mom's like that's my little Anna Green Gables <laughs> like just so much so dramatic so much so this is how you become a woman (laughs) you're like time to learn the ways of being a woman okay eight-year-old stacy (laughs) bring it down a notch (laughs) settle down um that's adorable (laughs) it's so ridiculous because also at that age you know what shows i watched touched by an angel doctor (laughs) put medicine woman anna green gables road to avonlea Like all those. Yeah, that, that gets you. Those, those nice long soliloquies. Right. Um, but yeah, okay. So he says, you know, uh, yeah, I don't I don't trust him. Yeah, to expel the usurpers. And Jamie's like, of course. Um, he's like, well, I, I have yet to secure buyers, but I'll ride to Laharve and arrange transfer to my warehouse immediately. Um, and then the prince puts grabs his face and goes, um, you are loyal and true patriot, James. <laughs> Like okay, dude. Again, bring it down okay. a notch. I'm just helping you smuggle wine that, around. That like, extraness. Just... So then, so then Jamie goes to leave in the comp. Like, if someone grabbed it. my face, I'd be like, "Stop that! Don't do that!" Like so weird. much. But he's like the prince, so you, you gotta you just let him let it happen. Like, Hand sandwich you. Yes. Yeah. What <laughs> are like, you? Am I'm I too. Idiot. Stop doing this. <laughs> Literally. What are you? I'm an idiot sandwich, Gordon Ramsay. I'm an idiot, idiot sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Um, but then Jamie goes oh. to leave, and the comp gets in his way, and says, "Oh my god!" Um, he goes, "I will of course accompany you on the journey to watch over my investment." And then Jamie's like, "The road to La Harve is a is a lonely one. Your conversation will provide a pleasant diversion." Okay, how we like, could just kill exit. him? I get why we're not killing the prince. Can we kill him? Just, just kill a comp. Just make it and yeah. do it and make it look like an accident. Yeah. I mean, um, he definitely has like hitman. Oh, just get a hitman. Like just, just get Mercer you know? just like to rob you and just kind of sticky sticky. Well, funny you should say. So the next scene, we're back in the apartment and it's like Jamie, Claire, Myrta, and then Suzette's in there and having Myrta like try on these like dandy clothes that he like hates it <laughs> he's like oh, i look ridiculous stupid pa- oh oh you want to talk about ridiculous <laughs> costumes Murta? you want to have this conversation is that what you're gonna pull right now 
How dare you? <laughs> when you made Claire you wear that the stupid hat. Yeah, the <laughs> hat. Oh my God, I blocked the hat out. Do you remember the hat? You want to talk about stupid outfits? Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> so true. Um, and so then, um, and then Claire is like sitting in a chair with her feet up with like a cup of tea sitting, <laughs> sitting on her stomach. <laughs> like she's, she's full prego mode now. Just, like, yeah, when they just start giving up. They're like, this is now a table. It is now a table. It is just, it is here and I might as well make use just of it. Embrace it now. <laughs> so she's like sipping a cup of tea. And then, so basically the plan is to have the, the shipment robbed. Okay. Right is is the plan, right? And and Claire's like, oh, perhaps we can think of an alternative. Like she does, she doesn't really, because they had to hi- they had to hire some other highwaymen to like mm. be his crew. And she's like, she doesn't really trust this plan. She's like, can we even trust the highwaymen that you hired? Um, and then Jamie's like, we don't have time for an alternative, Claire. And then Claire's like, oh, what? Like what if you get caught? Like have you thought about that contingency? And then Mer- and Jamie's like, I don't get caught. <laughs> Oh, wonderful plan, Jamie. It works perfectly for you always. And then Claire goes, she's like, this whole thing is dangerous. Like, it feels needlessly risky. Like, she's got one of those things like, I've got a bad feeling about this. And Jamie goes, it goes, she goes, it feels, this whole plan feels dangerous. And then Jamie goes, well, tis. And then she looks at him and goes, every now and then, well, she goes, she goes, every now and then it is okay for you to lie to me, you know, just to put my mind at ease. And he goes, Just tell me it's fine. It's going to be fine. And then he goes, I'll remember that next time. <laughs> and then she goes, I just, like, I don't. Sarcasm is not needed right now. <laughs> She's like, listen, me and my teacup <laughs> do not appreciate this. Not appreciating this. <laughs> um, and then she's just like, I just don't feel good about this. It feels needlessly risky. And Jamie's like, I've thought it through well enough and it, and it will serve Sassanac. Um, he's like, but I'm not the one you should have, he goes, I'm not the one you should be concerned about. I'm simply, uh, you know, a merchant moving his goods. If you feel obliged to say a prayer for anyone, say one for Murta, he's going to be the one in the line line of fire because he's going to be like the the brigand, the the thief or whatever. Right. And then Murta's like hating the stupid thing he has on. He goes, if I do happen to get caught, would you be so kind as to kill me? I refuse to be hanged in this rig out. (laughs) As he's got his arms out, he's like, I refuse to be hanged in this outfit. I <laughs> uh, just finds a way to always be grumpy about something, eh? But, like, funny. Um, and then Suzette. So weird. And Jamie and Claire, like, Jamie's got his arm around Claire, and they, like, both have their hand just permanent. Everyone just, like, the stomach is the shelf. He's resting his hand on her stomach. She's resting her hand. It's just... <laughs> Just a convenient multi use shelf there, right? And so, so they're it's standing like the there. short people in the group, they just like on their head. You know? <laughs> oh, perfect size, just right there. lean, perfect. Yeah. Um, and then Suzette goes up to him and goes, Then let me get you undressed right away. And I just wrote, Oh, okay, Suzette, your employers are right there. Like Jamie and Claire sitting right there, and Claire like looks at Jamie and is like, it's like awkward. So then they exit. <laughs> like well they're gonna go get it on i guess literally though would you like that is her like lord and lady and like right in front of them it's like let me go get you undressed like you're like okay. right in front of their face you're yeah. like luckily jamie and claire seem to be cool and not prudish about that at all they're like okay yeah do whatever <laughs> do your thing do your thing maybe he'll be less grumpy <laughs> i don't know it hasn't worked so far i'm <laughs> hope on that one uh and then 
And so then the next scene is uh, clearly like later, it's like that night, later that mm-hmm. night, and Jamie and Claire are lying in bed, um, you know, and he's like rubbing her belly. And then she, and they're, they're both just kind of like lying in bed. And then she says to him, she's like, I'm sorry about earlier. You know, it's just, and she goes, it's just bad things tend to happen when we're apart. Ain't that the oh friggin' truth? Yeah. So Spittin truth bombs here legit like starting from just after they were married and he's like stay here i'm gonna go meet horcrux Mm -hmm. bad things happened and then when he had to go off with dougal and he's like good be wary she got you know arrested Arrested. for witchcraft all that kind of bad and then he got arrested well and then they're at lollybrock and he's like i'll be back soon to go with watch and then that and they like just every time they go to be parted it's just bad things happen so yeah no i think you're you're valid in your concern and fear claire you know yes She's like a thousand percent, not unprecedented. No, not at all. So she's like, yeah, just bad things tend to happen when we're apart. And then he says, we always find a way back to each other. And then, and then they're lying. And then at this point, clearly like the baby's kicked because Jamie's like, did he? And I'm like, Jamie, though, have you never felt the baby kick before? We feel like, I feel like we're fairly far along. Are you? Yeah. I feel like that would have happened already, which is one of those things. I'm just going to suspend my disbelief because I know it's like, they want to show that. Right. They want to show that to us. So we're just going to go with it. Unless you want to go with, they've been, had so much strife going on that they just haven't haven't been there. That he, I don't know, but anyway, that's um, a sadder one. Let's not go. That's, with that yeah, one. let's just go with. I think it's just they're making a point. They want Gaming Claire to have this moment, so right. this we're going to do op- it at eight months instead yeah. of <laughs> instead traditional of earlier. five. Yeah, like earlier. Um, so he's like, "Is that you know?" So this feels baby cake. He goes, "Was that? Did he?" And then Claire's like, "Yes, she did." And then Jamie's like, <laughs> "So they're doing the." Is that a boy? Is boy, that a girl? girl? Yeah. And they're both rubbing and Claire's like, she's been doing it a lot more recently. And she's yeah. Like a, she's like a full person. They're moving not- around a lot. Like not quite, like I said, I don't think she's like fully, it's not fully cooked, but like, you know, she big. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jamie, Jamie goes, can he hear me? And then starts, starts talking to the belly and goes, and it goes whispers in Gaelic. Cause I, you don't know what he says. We whisper something in Gaelic, but when I turn the subtitles on, the subtitles say a daughter question mark. <laughs> so I don't know if he's whispering that or maybe he, he, he's whispers in a question. A daughter, daughter? A, d- a daughter. Okay, that's I'm going to pretend that's not, what I don't know. It's weird. just, or whoever was trying to do the, the Gallic, uh, just subtitles on apart. Netflix just got it wrong. I think, um, well, some of them I catch are not wrong. I'm like, that is not what he said. Yeah. I, I, there I can are that some, Scots, yeah. When you hear the Scots accent, you're like, that's not what they said. <laughs> even I yeah, can tell you. I know. There's some, even other shows, there's times when the subtitles, I'm like, that are, was wrong. Are a little off and you can hear it. But yeah, so he's, so he's talking to the belly and he's whispering stuff. And then he goes, he goes, hey, he's like, Wien, it's your father. <laughs> he goes, Wien. And then he's like, and then he gets here. He's like, I cannot wait to meet you. And you're like, Aw. <laughs> um, and then um like he's talking to Ravelli and then they look at each other and they kiss and then it starts escalating and it's oh. getting hard to see me. And then they're starting to go and then he goes he stops and goes, Can can we with, oh, with the God. bear? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like how I don't know how much they've been I don't know how much sex they've been having since they like reconnected. Cause she was quite pregnant when they had sex that first like quite yeah. pregnant but maybe, maybe she's maybe she she's his head a lot I, 
<laughs> well, true. Again, I just am going to suspend my disbelief and think it's just the writers making a point to like have that yeah, moment yeah, yeah, and be that thing of like, you know, is it safe to do this? Cause you're, or, and just, she's so far along at this point right. too. That, okay. That's true too. So he's more like, you know, can we with the Baron? She's like, it's fine. It's fine. You won't hurt us. And then she gets on top. Cause like, it would be hard for him to, <laughs> the beach ball in the way. <laughs> so then she gets, so that she gets on, on top. And then this is the whole, they're teasing us. Cause they don't show it. It just like, they start and then it fades to black and you're like, Oh, see, that's perfect. No, Brittany, Brittany is happy, but no. I can tell you lots of Atlanta fans are like, come on, this whole season no, no. is teasing us. No, no, that's good. They Just set up your season, imagination. They, season Fine. one, they set up with so much explicit sexy time. And then season two, it was like, come on. Yeah, but see, you already got it all. So you're fine. We don't need it again. Been there, mm-hmm. done that. And we did get preg- big pregnant belly sex once. So, I mean. Did you need that again? How many times do you need it? You know. Um, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, they did quite a quite a lot in the beginning. Um, okay, so then now it looks like it's clear like the next day, next evening. I'm going to assume a oh, whole okay. day and it's the evening now again. And it looks like Claire is at Louise's and she's with Louise and all of her ladies. And they're all drinking and giggling and talking about all sorts of gossip and affairs and like Okay, and Louise is – how pregnant along is she? Um, Like – way behind claire right quite yeah because claire would have had has to have like five months on her four months on her okay, okay. i would imagine okay. like louise uh, could probably still hide it a bit under the corset okay but like is there like i think it's the point where louise is showing a little bit but okay. like claire's like poof yeah full on she, got it like okay. full-on waddle like leaning yeah. back in chairs <laughs> okay. that kind of thing but so they go in and they're again it's like superficial biachi gossip of like and then the lady was doing it behind the door and did you see her nose and this person is having an affair with this person and uh, like all the gossip and like claire's just sitting there and you can see she's like yeah she hates her life like she fucking hates this she's just like great also she knows her husband is on this like mission right now yeah. to have this like fake raid it's like you can enjoy it a little bit, Claire. I mean, we all sometimes like those. Yeah, I just think she just finds having to spend so much time with those women is just like gossipy and like mean spirited, yeah. gossipy guess, and like yeah, that's very true. She's Plus, just yeah, as, she like, has ugh. other things. She's like, I have many other things that I can yes. be doing right now. She's just she very like ugh, right? And so then now, okay, it cuts to. Um, we can see Jamie and the Comte are on the road with their carriages, and they've got two separate carriages going. Mm. So this is why I think it's like at least a full day or maybe two days later because it would have he would have had to like ridden to Laharve right, right to pick up and then they're riding back right 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 right. So they've got the carriage and the wine and then we can see Murta and all the men that he's hired are like in position in the woods and they've got bandanas that they're gonna put over their faces. Okay. Um, and they're laying oh, in wait. Go right, and then why they do go. I know that. And so then all the, it happens. The highwaymen, Compton's men. Compton his name is Compton now no well so they they come out of the trees and they have it's a very interesting ambush because it's just like there's so many of them that they surround the the, uh. the the two carriages with like torches and they have some guns and stuff and the Compton is like telling the driver do not stop do not stop but it's like they're surrounded like he, right. he ha- the guy has to stop right 
um and then they're fully surrounded and then they're yelling like hands up like drop your weapon they're yelling at him in french or whatever so jamie's like <laughs> doing his acting he's like also trying to make sure this goes well and then yeah. um and then now the compt but the comp's not giving in. The comp's like, because oh. the comp's already like, I can't lose this shipment. I lost one. Yeah. This will ruin me. And so he's got his gun out and he's holding his gun. So him and Murta are, is like, are like oh. standoff with their guns at each other. And he won't yield. He won't put his gun down. And like Murta, the, whole, the plan isn't to actually hurt anyone. Like they don't actually want to have to shoot the comp, but it's like, shit, we're in like a tricky situation here. So Jamie like knows, okay, I need to do something with this. So then Jamie decides to go in and he like nudges the comp out of the way and then jumps on Murta as if he's like, going to take him saving, down. saving his life right and then he jumps on Murta, and then Murta's on top of him and then you can see jamie gives Murta a signal and Murta like pistol whips him oh my god and and i don't know if jamie's faking that he's unconscious or if he's actually unconscious i feel like he probably is more faking it but okay. i mean it would still fucking hurt like the butt yeah. of the gun just yeah like, i'm sure Phew. there's no way for that to not actually not hurt painful. yeah um and so he's like knocked down on the ground and then the comp is grabbed by some of the other highwaymen and the comps like you have no idea who you're stealing from so it worked right like they've stolen it they've taken or whatever right so now we cut back to we're back at louise's claire's sitting there and there's more gossip about like petty they're making fun of people's looks and so and so the gossip of making fun of this person's nose and this person's shrewd and it's like and it's like you all have your own affairs anyway so i don't know why you're making fun of other people and their affairs but okay so Claire's sitting there drinking, becoming increasingly Don't annoyed. Don't throw stones in glass houses. Yes, exactly. Those in, live in glass houses should not throw stones. And we can see Claire's. That was a better one. Yeah. And then um, Claire is getting increasingly annoyed. <laughs> we can see. And then, you know, you know, when Claire starts to, we can see her deep breathing. She's like, count to you know, the You know the visual. Yeah. I'm sure where she's just starting suddenly. She's like. And her chest is like heaving and you're like, oh, she's going to pop. And then she finally like just goes, oh, she breaks in. She goes, oh, doesn't, doesn't it distress any of you? How, the, now that I watch it, I'm like, this is a weird segue, but oh, I think they were gossiping about some of the people on the streets. And then Claire's just like, doesn't it distress any of you how the city treats its poor and underprivileged? Surely you see them in the streets and they're all like silent. And then she's like, Yesterday, I saw a woman and her child dead in the middle of the road. Absolutely horrible. Like, surely there's mu- there must be something that we can do to change the situation. And, like, they're all quiet for a minute. Like, Are you trying to get ahead of the French Revolution here? What you doing, woman? No. <laughs> True. Claire, you're 48 years too early. Yeah. Um, and then this one woman goes, oh, Madam Fraser, you're right. We should do something about those people. It's far too upsetting. We should have our husbands uh, protest the king. And then Louise goes, Yes. And Louise looks at Claire and goes, yes, I completely agree. And then she's like, the gendarmes should remove them to the less desirable parts of the city. <sighs> and they all start like, and, and there's a pause where Claire takes a beat and you can see she makes the decision. Yep. Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> like, you're like, <laughs> she's yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And she just like puts her glass of wine down. Oh, that's like up. such the like, I don't want low income housing in my literally. Literally, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, exactly. So icky. So Claire like puts her yeah, cup of wine, wine down, and she's up, and she's she starts to leave, and Louise is like, like Moshe, is is it time? Like, yeah, oh, for the baby. Yeah, and Claire pauses and goes, no, it's not the baby. It's just that. 
and she like likes Louise and she doesn't want to like yeah embarrassed so she just so she can't like she wants to say our mind but she so she's just like i'm sorry louise forgive me and she leaves and then the other the, the original woman that said something laughs and goes well she's rather sensitive and then they go back to the gossip and you're like listen lady <laughs> listen linda um listen karen okay oh, so true um and okay so now it's still it's still like later that night and where where do we think claire would go when she's feeling upset about this and l'hôpital yes so she's at l'hôpital de all and she's like well you want to talk about just removing the port of the other parts of the city i'm gonna go help them i'm gonna go help them because fuck all (laughs) (laughs) y'all y'all are the worst you're the worst um so she's at i'd rather be around the the, the the executioner that wants to go rip yeah the let me go right now <laughs> let me go hang out with monsieur florent or whatever his name is um and so now claire's at the hospital and you she's like feeding woman like this one woman like soup or whatever she's got her like she's bent over mm-hmm. like cradle in her arm feeding her lays her back down we can see fergus is there like playing on the floor with bouton um so he clearly would have like accompanied Love with her, her yeah. yeah um and so then claire you know, helps the woman and then goes to like stand up and move. And she, you can tell she like, gets a little like lightheaded and has to like lean on the uh-huh. post or whatever. Um, for a second, and Mother Hildegard across the room sees this and like clocks it and then goes up to Claire and she's like, Claire, you must sit, like come rest. And Claire's like, Yeah, I will. I just like, I have a few more patients. And then Mother Hildegard's like, If you do not want to become one yourself, you'll do as I say. There you go. Um, and so then Claire's like, Okay. And like, again, Claire looks fatigued she like looks she's probably not sleeping she looks a little rough and like i said just she's starting to look like your hair is a little bit more like right 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 as she's just big and waddling and then she's like who you're like easy girl easy right and so then mother hildegard like guides her to the bed and like has her lay down and then she notices that she's got like a little bit of blood on her stocking and so she's like oh madame you're bleeding Claire's like, and then she checks and she checks up her skirt and she goes, oh, it, okay, it's nothing to be concerned about. As you know, it is it is common to leak a bit at this stage. You're like, things oh, okay. I don't know about pregnancy, but I guess maybe a little bit. And then she says, she goes, um, votre petit, like your little one, you know, is taking a new position, I suspect. So she's like, mm. it's moving or whatever. And then she goes, it is late. You will stay here tonight. And Claire's like, no, no, I can't. And she goes, that was not a suggestion. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor's orders. She's like, nope. Um, And then Claire's like, okay. She was like, then I should send word home with Fergus. Like my my husband will worry. And then Mother Hilligard's like, you know, I'll I'll see to that. You you sleep now. And then so she has Claire lay down. And like, again, her lying on her back, <laughs> her stomach protrudes so much. Yeah. She's like in the bed, just like, Ugh. um, and mother, but although mother Hildegard does have a slightly tad worried look on her face. Mm. Um, so we're like, mm, okay. Um, and then now it appears to be like early morning and we're oh, at okay. Maison Elise. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and it's Jamie, Prince Charles and the Comte. Um, and there's clearly sitting there commiserating how their plan went to shit and jamie's like got a ice or a cloth or (laughs) something on his head um and um the prince is like i will be persona non grata with the bachelor with the bankers of paris because he took it a loan for this and he just lost all the money and um and then jamie's like surely there will always be those uh, those that are you know that honor the the stuart name and then the prince is like (laughs) French only honor money, like the French honor <laughs> money only. 
And then the Comte just is like, it, it boggles the mind. The thieves knew our route. And then Jamie's like, well, it's the most common route from La Havre to Paris. And then the Comte's like, true, but, but their timing, it, it, it was impeccable. And the prince is like, well, an ambush to lie in wait. A lay disciple practice, no, where it's like they, you know, you just pick a pick a path and you wait and see until someone comes by, kind of deal, right? Yeah. Um, and the comte is like, but that road at that precise time with our cargo, and he goes to Jamie. He's like, "Hey, vu, hey, vu," and Jamie's like, "Huh?" He's like, "Yeah, you." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "You allege coincidence," and then Jamie's like, "False accusations can lead to dire consequences," and then they both. It's like a fuse was lit. They both stand up and they're in each other's faces. And the comp's like, I remind you, I am of noble blood. <laughs> they're like nose to nose. You're like, don't care. <laughs> cool, bro. It's cool. And then Prince Charles chimes in and goes, oh, Comte, by your own account, you know, he saved you from injury or even death. Why should he risk himself? And he's like, this discord will not recover my wine. Um, our king and our God have been let down. And then he goes, all the sacrifices I've made these past months, lowering myself to a commoner, begging for money, have amounted to naught. I'm like, so dramatic. <laughs> so much. Can't wait till you actually, like, see this character. Just, I don't know God. if I'm going to be able to handle him. Oh, like, I, again, I'm pretty forgiving with characters, but I do not, I'm just like, yeah, I don't like you. Don't <laughs> like. Um, and then he says, you know, what does he say? Oh, and then he says, like, where will the House of Stuart stand if, if our cause fails? Um, what will I be forced back to Rome where even the Pope's goodwill begins to run dry? And he's like, or worse, talk about drama. He goes, Mark me, I will take my own life if I'm forced to live in that God to live in God forsaken Poland. Oh my lord, Just, dramatic dude. Oh, and then he starts crying. <laughs> and Jamie oh like my God. Jamie like leans over and like pats his knee, like there, there. there. <laughs> Also, dude, just, like, put it into perspective. Doing fine. It's like, God is testing me. <laughs> like, okay, calm down. <laughs> um, okay, so now, okay, so now it's clearly, like, later that morning, and Jamie's returned back to the apartment, or their apartment house thing, Dang. and they, they, um, he's, He's like entered the, I think it's like, it's like the dining room or whatever, right? Okay. He, goes in, he goes into the dining room. You can tell it's like still early morning and there's still some food laid out by the staff. Mm. So he goes up and he starts like nibbling. I don't know why I said nibbling. I don't know. He starts mm. eating some food that's there. Nibbles. Who's nibbling? Having some nibbles. I mean, that's what he likes to do to Claire's boobs, but she not Okay. Nibbles. Okay. <laughs> All for sorry it's been a while i felt like i just needed to get in there um and then well good that was a good run right and then he uh so he's eating some food and then fergus enters and he's like morning me lord and then jamie's like um turns to him and he's like good morning and then he says where's me lady and then fergus is like staying the night at the hospital and jamie's like wait what <laughs> like turned you can tell he's about to be like oh excuse me what like, and then he's like, oh, no, 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 that the hour was late. So the, the mother thought it was best if me lady remained so that she doesn't travel the streets at night. Because the last time she did do that, that didn't it didn't go, go well. well. Shit. And then Fergus goes, I allowed it. <laughs> and then Jamie goes, well, I was wise to leave my wife in your charge. 
And then he, he's like, are you hungry here? Go grab some food. So then he's like, what does he say? He goes, where's Myrta? Or when, when will Myrta be home? And then Jamie explains that. So Myrta's on his way to Portugal to sell the wine. Cause they have this wine that oh, they need to get rid of now. Yeah. So, so he's on his way to Portugal to sell the wine. He could be gone for a month or two. Right. So yeah. by the time he sails there, sells it, sails back, it could be a couple months. And he goes, that is too bad. I will miss his happy face. <laughs> See, Fergus gets it. <laughs> Fergus kills me. Um, and so then they're eating, and then this is where Suzette enters. And I uh, beg, your, beg your pardon me, Lord. And she, basically she explains to him that Charles ran up a debt, a tab at Maison Elise, and is now refusing to pay. Oh. Right? So now Madame Elise is now threatening to call the gendarme unless restitution is made immediately. And Jamie's like, <sighs> what does he say? He goes, no peace for the wicked. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> literally, the fuck. Um, and so then Fergus is like, shall I go as proxy so that you can sit and rest? And he's like, no, I best go myself. We don't want the gendarme looking into our business affairs and all this kind of stuff, yeah. prints and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then Fergus is like, then I shall go with you to guard your right. And then, and then Jamie's like, I'd See, be honored. Myrta, this is how you be a good little sidekick. Yeah. Okay. You be cute. And then, um, and then Jamie's like, I'd be honored and helpful. And you're there. Yes. Isn't that a crazy goodness. Actually show up. Um, okay. So then this is where, so we're at Maison Elise and they arrive and Jamie tells Fergus like to stand by a wall and he's like, wait right here for me. Don't move. (laughs) And then he goes over to talk to, to Madame Elise to, and then what does Fergus do? Starts wandering, you know, (laughs) pickpocket, pickpocket got a pickpocket. He's instantly like he's jiggling the door handles to see which rooms are open, and he f- he finds a room that's open, right? And so he goes in because he sees some stuff. He's like, "Ooh!" And now go in, and we see a red coat hanging on oh, one of the no. doors in there. So it's Randall, god damn it! So uh, it's and been too long since we yes. dealt with him. So Fergus is smelling some perfume bottles and then we can hear somebody enter the room and a door shut and Fergus turns around and we, the fate, the camera is on Fergus. So we don't see yeah. who it is, but that's how it ends. Like that scene, how that scene yeah. ends. Um, it's not good. Not good. No, no, it's not going to be well knowing we can guess it's okay. We're seeing red coat. It's probably Randall and we know who Randall is. So yes. Um, so now that's how that ends. And then it cuts to the next scene. Claire is uh, like arriving home from L'Hôpital d'Ange. Um, she's getting to the house in like the carriage and, you know, she, she walks in and she's starting to greet the servants and all the servants are like avoiding her eyes. She's like, good morning. And they're like avoiding her eyes. And she's like, you can see, she's like, that's weird. Uh, okay. Um, and then, um, she goes to her bedroom and I just wrote, Lord, she's big. I swear she grew <laughs> in this episode. Um, again, she's still looking tired. Yeah. Right. And then Suzette enters and she's like, oh, oh, my lady, forgive me. I did not know you had arrived home. She's like, do you wish a bath, something to eat? And Claire's just like, where's me, Lord? Yeah. What's happening right now? Suzette like turns away and isn't answering her. And then she's like, Suzette, like my husband's brace is there. So she can see that his brace is on the bed. So she's yeah. like, my husband's brace is there. He's obviously back from Laharve. So where is he? And Suzette looks like really anxious. And then she's like, I'm not going to be able to say this word. She goes, me Lord has gone to the Bois Boulon. I can't I, B-O-U-L-O-N-G. 
B-O-U-L-O-G-N-E. And I took so many years of French, but it's like, you know, Milord has gone to the Bois Boulange, which is a part, it's a part of the woods. Cause Claire goes, why oh. would he go to the woods? Yeah. Right? And Suzette's like, um, Suzette's like, oh, well, he, he was called to Maison Elise. Prince Charles needed his help. Soon after he arrived, Milord got into a fight with an English officer. <gasps> and Claire, oh, no. Claire hears that and you can, on her face, she's immediately like, no. And she's like, what English officer? What was his name? And, and Suzette doesn't really want to answer. And she's like, I, I, I wasn't there. And she's like, Suzette, answer. She's on the verge of freaking the fuck out at this point because Suzette's also not giving her a straight answer. Yeah. And Suzette starts talking about how, um, oh, well, I heard from the one maid who heard it from the market. She's like, Suzette, God damn it, tell me. Like, what's happening? And then she just said, I don't, I wasn't there, but the, the English officer came hurting into the hallway. Then the Lord appeared looking like the vengeance of God. And then this is where Claire sees that there's a note on the dresser and she goes over and she reads it and it just says, I am sorry, I must, Jay. <gasps> and Claire is like saying to herself, he must. And she's like, but you, you promised. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's not Randall. Oh, this is such a misdirect. This is such a red herring. Okay. All we'll, right. It's not. We'll it's see. someone else. We'll see. But she goes, you promised. Um, well, and I don't... And then so she goes, and then as she says this, she like leans forward, clutching her stomach. Like she's like gotten a pain. Oh no. Now she's going into labor. And what is with these people and their stupid timing? Jenny did this too. This is awful. Well, and then Suzette's like, me lady, are you unwell? And then you can see Claire like steal herself, take a breath and go into beast mode. She's like, and she just starts walking in the hall and like down the stairs into the foyer. And Suzette's like chasing after her as she's like waddling down the stairs Looking like she kind of doesn't feel great, but she's like waddling down the stairs and then Magnus appears and then Claire is like, Magnus is the footman. Yeah. Right. And Magnus appears and Claire's like, Magnus, the carriage, like I'm going to, I just put the woods because I can't say this word. <laughs> and she's waddling, doesn't look great. She, and like, and then Magnus is like, my, my Lord wouldn't want you to. Milady, you cannot go by yourself. And she's literally leaning against the door frame at this point. Like just like not hand, well. hand on her stomach, leaning on the door frame. And then she's like, then come along, but I'm going now. And so he's like, Okay, so then they go, and I wrote, literally, did you know that a carriage could drift? Because I didn't until I saw this scene. It comes, like, it's like Tokyo Drift. Like, literally, the carriage comes out of, like, their driveway gate, yeah. turns the corner, and I swear to God, the carriage just, like, psh, drifts. I was like, I did not know a horse-drawn carriage could drift, but there we go. There we are. So now they're racing through this. That street. would be a bumpy ride. And you're really pregnant, and something's maybe not right and so she's sitting and like on cobble like yeah just yeah right so they're racing through the streets claire's claire's in the carriage looking stressed slash in pain and then now okay they're in the woods and claire's like talking to herself and she's like looks scared and stressed and nervous and like verge of tears and like all of these things she's starting to sweat a little bit and she's like god she's like god damn you you, you promised me and then she's yelling out the window like allay allay like hurry hurry like faster faster right and then she's holding her back now she's like all sorts of bad things and then the 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 carriage stops and Magnus like helps her out of the carriage and is like helping her walk through the woods. She's like having to like lean on him as oh my like goodness. going going through the woods or whatever, right? And then um, and like Magnus is helping her walk, and we can hear at this point the sounds of like swords clashing. 
Oh, geez. We, oh, they had a sword duel. So there's a duel happening. So it's yes. not even the pistols. It's No, it's well, because remember when Jamie was talking to Myrtle when they were initially planning the duel with Randall, he was like, no, he's going to oh, choose yeah. swords. Swords, right. Yeah. Right. He's like, we're going to do swords. So this is actually Randall? I really think this is a red herring. I don't think so. This is well, it. and Claire, again, Claire. Who else do we know that's a red coat in France right now? Is it the brother? <gasps> Does he kill the brother? Oh, as you imagine? No. So, well, and also, you know, Claire doesn't want him because a it's it's outlawed, it's yeah. dangerous, and if it's Blackjack, this is the whole. This is her fucking nightmare. Yeah, I don't think it's Blackjack. I All still things. maintain this is a red herring. Okay, we'll see in a second. So um, we can hear swords clashing. And as they're walking, Claire gets a huge pain and has to stop for a second and then breathes through it and keeps walking. And you're like, Claire, I died. I don't know if you should be in the woods right now, but no. okay. And then this voiceover, this is the first voiceover we've had the whole episode of Claire. Uh-huh. But she says, so she says, I came through the fading light to, f- to find this, to stop them. And we can see it's Jamie and Blackjack Randall dueling. <gasps> I thought it was a red herring. No, no. Dang. So, uh, so they're dueling, and there's random people watching. And then, and then Claire says, "So she's there, at the edge of the forest, watching." And then, so she's like, "I came, I came through the fading light. Like my whole point was, I was going to get there to stop them." And then she says, "Having found them, I could not intervene for fear of causing fatal interruption." She's like, well, I yeah, because you can't distract Jamie now. And so she's like, and so she's she's watching, and I just like Claire doesn't look great, and she gets like another pain, and she's like leaning forward. She's like, all, and then she says, all I could do was was wait to see which one of my men would die, Jamie or Frank, and more like Jamie and Blackjack dueling, and then <sighs> Blackjack loves to talk, and then he just says to Jamie, "How did she forgive you?" <sighs> Ew. So gross. And then it flashes back to Claire and we can see Claire's watching and she goes to say something and then like, she just can't, she's just like, yeah, and just like pain. And you're like, oh God, oh, Claire, no. I'm worried. More pain. And then we're more dual going. So it's flashing between Claire watching and then the dual happening and Claire looking all sorts of stressed and not good. And then the dual happening. Um, and then Claire like doubles over in pain and we see a rush of blood. Oh. Come out. Um, and then we go back to the duel and Jamie stabs Blackjack Randall in the nether regions. Oh, there you go. Points. So that might um, put a wrench in the Frank plan. Uh, so, yikes. So now, Jamie, if you want to send her back, <laughs> that could be a fucking problem. That whole plan you had to send her back in case this all goes to- well. Shit. But so now now Blackjack Randall's down on the ground. Um yeah, ouch. And so now that Blackjack Randall is down, Claire finally calls for Jamie and she's like, Jamie. And then he like looks over and he sees her. And then at this point, Claire like collapses down onto the ground in pain. And just as this happens, the gendarmes arrive on horseback and they come galloping in and we can hear them yelling like do not move you're under arrest so jamie can see claire on the ground and he starts calling her name he's like claire claire and he can't he can see her on the ground blood but he can't he's now under arrest so he can't go and help her or go see even see her we don't do these stupid things james so he can't even go (sighs) to help so he can't even go help her and then at this point um you know magnus goes and kneels beside claire um that idiot boy cannot be left alone for a minute (laughs) 
and then goes she and I just wrote she's in trouble folks and then Jamie's like Claire Claire and it's actually really pain like because it's like agony like he's like calling to her because he knows she's in trouble yeah and he's also so upset because he can't help her he's like yeah he's like Claire Claire like and trying to see her around the horses and stuff he's calling her name um and he throws the sword onto the ground and he's on his knees now calling and then um Magnus is like you know, he's got Claire in his arms now on the ground. And he's like, me lady, I, I have to get you home, me lady. And she's like, she's like, no. And then she's like, L'Hopital, Mother Hildegard. <laughs> like, she's like getting yeah. woozy. And then we can see Jamie's looking at her, still, still calling her name. And Claire looks at Jamie. And then she says, she just calls out Jamie. And then we can see her just like lose consciousness and it fades Oof. to black. And then that's where episode ends. That's fun. That's a nice, nice note. So really uplifting. Good times. So uh, as uh, that said, hey, we're doing a lot better on time. Lovely. Look, because I took briefer notes. You did. Um, Good job. Proud of you. But thanks, girl. Okay, so thoughts on this episode in terms of plot, likes, dislikes, in terms of where we were going in the story anything really surprise you just i really thought that was gonna be a, a herring yeah you were really confident yeah what i knew because they could i knew i knew for sure they weren't actually gonna have the duel happen so one of them has to die you can't get rid of your main villain that easily that's it's not that's like a climax end of a season yeah reveal you don't have the actual main villain go down like that right mm-hmm. like you can't go down mid-season through a yeah. stupid duel that started off scene like where you don't even see it like that's not gonna yeah. like off screen like that's not happening. So I figured it was a red herring where you think it's gonna be and then it's not. But okay, they they broke up the duel, so I knew it was gonna be that wasn't gonna be the death as soon as then it or was it's Randall. like it, it got broken up. Although Jamie still managed to do damage that could still put yeah, it's not Frank's existence. Well, I mean we know Frank exists, but you know Claire doesn't know that doesn't, in the moment. No, but <laughs> although I'm sure that's not on the top of her brain in this particular moment. In this particular moment, um. I don't think it was the most plot yeah. forward thing, yeah. but it was tying up a bunch of loose ends that needed to kind of get tied yeah. together to progress to the next points. We had to have this easy fix of the money thing, but that's going to fall apart obviously because every plan falls apart. And again, it's too easy of a solution. Yeah. You're midway through the season. It can't end that easily. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, it, I think for plot, like it's that solid move you through, get rid of a couple obstacles, yeah. bring in a couple more of different variety. Nothing's quite wrapped up, but you're yeah. also chugging along. Yeah. It's like we're advanced, but, like we're advancing a bit. Yeah. But we're not, you know, no big major plot things are happening. I'm glad Myrta's on a ship somewhere. That's nice. I like oh. Fergus. Yes. The um, next, the next episode obviously is going to be a big plot drive because you're going to have the two things you needed that setup episode. yeah it was a setup episode so and then talking about um next episode what are your predictions like kind of based on how this left off where do you where do you think we're going we're, have we, a, we're having going? a birth and a jail scene again didn't we do this jenny <laughs> getting flashbacks again <laughs> well and again i know i was describing it but like when i say like yeah, she's in trouble. She's, yeah, yeah, so we're in the hospital. We're it's not, not good. good. It's not good. And like, it's like the rush of blood is like, it's not like yeah. her water broke. Like it's yeah. so like, 
Well, obviously she's not going to die. Do I think Mm. they're going to do like lose the baby? Uh, You start risking that on the second season? I don't know. I I mean, that's obviously what they're playing up towards, but Mm. I'm still trying to think this was five years ago. Was there as much talk about women being able to be open about all that? Would an audience have well, accepted it like they would these today? These books were one. Well, these would, books were yeah. written. This, however, she also night. likes shocking plot twists and using shocking emotional things to trigger plot devices. So maybe she would. There are or some like writers, subverting yeah. expectations. So, yeah, as well. or trauma to you know move characters emotionally forward. So yeah, I could see it going either way. Hmm. The Jamie thing, he'll. I figure he'll probably be able to. Someone's gonna come in and fix something. I feel like that's gonna be there's gonna be like a benefactor, yeah, benefactor where he owes someone something. Because you you gotta get them entwined. There's they're not entwined enough yet into Paris. That's gotta happen a little bit more. Mm. Like the finance minister has to come in or something like that has to come in and kind of get him pulled a little bit in more direction. Because right now he's kind of working, being able to work really uninterrupted on his goal and it's like he needs to have the loyalties of this need to get twisted a little bit more Mm. interesting yeah because that makes it way more fun of how they try to navigate things because right now france is everything they're doing is fine they're not being questioned by anything they're not getting pulled anywhere he's able to subvert charles without anyone really questioning so you need like the comp or other benefactors to kind of start intermingling and they have to start navigating things yeah that always makes things more interesting Interessant. Yes, um, exactly. Okay, so you're kind of you're not sure what's going to happen with the baby. It could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and Jamie's off and to Jamie the will make it kind of there as she's like just almost dying or something. The, that'll be some weird thing that they'll use to deal with a bunch like, of trauma. He's like butting heads to get out of the jail cell. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then like her almost dying is going to be used as some like way for him to get over a bunch of his trauma and forgive like. Bridge the void. But, yeah. And it's like we the got. Trauma this- for the trauma, which I don't, I'm not going to love, but I can yeah. see that being used. As a plot device. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it's like. They've mended fences, but still like, so it's like, okay, they had some really sweet, connected, touching scenes. Yeah. But I get it. When you get a certain top point at a writer, still, yeah, at a writer, you don't want to do like, okay, this is like a three-year process to get through this. We're like, okay, we have, we can't draw this out anymore. We're yeah. trying to make it realistic, but also like, okay, let's. We need to move, move we need through. To move. Yeah. 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 No, Fair. Um, cause yeah, it's something that's been pervasive throughout this whole front half yeah. of the season so far. Right. Yeah. In terms of dealing with it. And like, and then this like a wet first physical and then emotional wedge between them as well. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like they're, and it's like, you know, they're, co- like I said, they're, they're bonding again. They're coming back together. They clearly still love each other. They have that sweet scene with the baby bump and da, 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 da. Um, yeah. and they seem like they're on the same page. And then there's this whole thing of she gets home. And she's like, you broke your promise. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then now yeah. it's also not looking yeah. good too. Yeah. So that's going to be. Sad dang. Um, it's going to be messy. Um, okay. What else? Yeah. The last, last couple episodes have not ended up uh, particularly happy. Nicely. No. Um, and you know, 
we'll, we'll see what happens next episode. <laughs> yes. Uh, episode seven. Um, okay. Any other final thoughts? Like as we're approaching, we're almost at the midpoint. Kind of how are you feeling about this chunk of the season? Like of, of how things are going, how you're feeling about characters or plot or story or anything like that? Um, I feel like it's, I don't know. I, and maybe it's just because I haven't seen it yet. It definitely mm-hmm. doesn't feel as, um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It feels different for sure. And I think yeah. the, the characters are a little less dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the plot's a little bit weaker. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, I don't think you'd be the only person. Like yeah. I even said before we got into this, um, there yeah, are you don't parts that I love, I, but I don't, I don't really go love. back to it. Yeah, I don't love the first part of season two. Again, for me, it's like there's just so there's also just so much conflict between Jamie and Claire, and I hate it yeah. too. Like they're just yeah. in a shit place the whole time, and it, which is such a contrast to season one, where it's mm-hmm. like where you kind of, I mean, aside from the reckoning, yeah. But, but that was like solved within that episode and then they had been a team ever since and then mm-hmm. it's just like not only are they trying to they're battling these outside forces but they're kind of like tug of warring with each other too which again i'm not saying that's wrong it's it's another fat like you know tv shows characters would be boring if the relationships were always just like yeah there's no drama there's never any like you know so yeah. i i totally get that you got it's like boring right um yeah. But I know for me, I, yeah, I don't like, I can go back, like I'll watch like the Paris section, but yeah, the, the, the front half of two is maybe not like my fave. Yeah. And I think the stakes and everything that they're trying to draw don't feel completely real or legitimate. So I, I at least find it hard to get completely invested in these schemes and this like feeling like. I th- and maybe I I understand why they teased at the beginning, but you've already kind of set up it's where not going. gonna work and where we're gonna end up. So you're kind of like, am I really invested in these plots? I, I know, know it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna work. work. I know where we're gonna be anyways. So like, it's really hard for me to care about these plots points well, right now. Interesting, because when we do our wrap up for this season, there'll be something interesting to talk about once you've watched these episodes mm-hmm. to see kind of how you feel with the way that they started off. Yeah. Season one, because I mean, it was, um, it was interesting. Like it was a, it yeah. was a choice to be like, oh shit, you're gonna forecast like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, and then when we get to the end, I can dig into how it's done in the book because they kind of reverse things a little bit than they do. Okay, but yeah. yeah, it's it's an interesting way to. Although when we were going through the first episode, you were liking the, you're like shit, like it's very yeah. like this is interesting. But then, but then I just think because you know what it means because sometimes it's cool in writing to get a, a uh, to get a glimpse at the beginning and you don't understand what it means you don't have the context of it mm. you don't really know how they got there why they got there what this yeah. is even in fantasy books and you could be on the third book and they're going to give you a flash forward at the very beginning you're like what like how could this possibly how could we get here 
and you don't know which path is going to lead them there. And you, you don't know what characters are going to portray them. You know, there was a betrayal and you're like, I don't know which character. And so it's guessing. And so you're invested in every step being like, and you, you get to be like, okay, maybe I think it's this one, or maybe this is how we could get there. Or maybe this is what falls apart. But I feel like with this, it's very rudimentary. It's already been laid out. You know that Randall has to survive because there's Frank, you know, that he has a kid is there, you know, who his wife is. That's already laid out. You know, that he's going to survive to Clawden because she's gone back and it's the timing lines up unless this is all a lie which in case which in then case is something you could do but that also then under I also don't love when shows or writers do that because there's been a couple books I've read where they'll have big sequences like that and then it'll at the end they'll be like oh this was just a, a, a dream or this wasn't oh, real gosh, or yeah, it was yeah. just a possibility that didn't ever happen and you're like okay well, you had me Claire wakes in up that. Claire wakes up yeah, and it was Claire, all a nightmare and, and she wakes up this, and you're like she wakes no, no, up in no. bed you with Jamie <laughs> had eight out eight hours of me invested into this storyline and now yeah. you're just gonna pull the it was just a dream card yeah that is a, a cop out that I don't love yeah. uh, while it, I understand it, be... it it is a shocking trope that especially mystery writers love to do or oh it was all in her head and you're like oh good god you made me read 400 pages and it, she was just having a delusion I hate all of you <laughs> like why did I have to read this just tell me in one page oh she has delusions that someone's talking you're like okay cool that's the whole book could but, you imagine um, we get to the the end of like all of Outlander dream. and Claire's like just sitting in like a mental like, hospital or something yeah. oh my god like, I'm that so would be such, that's such a mystery thriller Diana, don't <laughs> don't do that oh I'll be so mad this is why I can't read mystery genre because there's always those stupid tropes where it's like oh it was all in her head and none of it was real and I was like well Jesus Christ! Damn. Why did I watch three hundred fifty? Yeah. No, I I hear you because it's, it's it's well how I look at it too is kind of interesting because like basically through opening up we know where we're going so we know or we're able to infer that clearly they aren't able to stop Clauden and yeah. something happens and she and Jamie pushes her to like, not literally but tells her to go back through the stones and when she goes back through she's pregnant and barely pregnant because she's not showing so yeah. we are able to know that. And then it's kind of like, okay, how do I kind of look at it like Titanic? Like we know it's going to sink, but it's like the journey of getting there. Like, this, you know what I think? But again, so Titanic. So it's like example. filling, this filling the in the gaps of how you do we don't get know there? that it's, you don't know it's Rose necessary. Sarah Lee. You yes. don't know the love story going in. You don't know that she saws the stone. There's still a lot of things for you to find out with the characters yeah. in this instance. There's you still know a to, lot. Yeah. You but know there's the still things to pair. I know. Sure. Like I want to know. But this whole Paris section, I know this is failing. Well, yeah, I'm you, excited you know what's going to yeah. happen after. So now it's like, how how is it going to fail? Like, yeah. what no, are they going to really do? Why doesn't that. it? Okay. Fair. I don't really care about that. I know this is all going to fail. So just get me to, you know, two years from now where I already know all this stuff. And then, okay, Claudine, what, ha did, what, what happens what, to, yeah. for him to tell her to go through her this? To leave. You know, it's a dire situation yeah. if, he, if they are parting. Yeah. So you so, want to know that. That's interesting because that I don't know. But this, I, I know none of this is going to work. Yeah. So No, fair I'm enough. Not, it's, it, so I, it's not that I don't care about what they're doing. It's just that you know the stakes aren't there. And that's what part a lot of it is. Yeah, because right? we know how it's not going to Yeah, work. so yeah. there's not a lot of stakes they're playing with because, I mean, there are. They're trying to make me, and I get they're trying to make me believe that there's this whole war. But I'm like, I already know that you're losing this, so there's no yeah, real stakes so in me believing happen. in your, your well, scheme. And that, for me, I'd almost like this is part of what makes, like, especially this chunk of the season, also so sad. 
yeah. too like, is like because I know and like we're we're investing and god damn it we care about Jamie and Claire and then it's like we know they're gonna be torn apart and I and it's just like uh and they're already going through so much turmoil in this this section mm-hmm. right and then it's like and then you know in theory when we get to the end that mm-hmm. they're gonna have to say goodbye and you're like uh <laughs> yeah. right so. So you're just like, inter- yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, yeah, it was a creative choice to start the season the way that they did. Um, and, you know, maybe it'll, maybe for some people it pays off. Maybe for some people it doesn't. I mean, yeah, interesting way to start it for sure. No, there's some people that, like, exactly. For every trope, there's an audience for them. There's just yeah. certain tropes that I don't like. And there's it's certain like, tropes yeah. that other people love. Yeah, For example, fair. love triangles. I hate that trope. Other people love them. <sighs> I only read books with love triangles, right? Because they like that antsy. Yeah. Do you were angst you were like edward jacob bella or even even in adults they love it too right they love that angst and that like will she won't she and who will i hate that who will they choose um so there's tropes for everyone so no judgment if anyone likes that which hey myself that is a trope that is not in outlander because because you know frank jamie and claire there's no it's it's a it's almost a subversion of the the love triangle because it's like you know she you know who her choice is yeah but through circumstances beyond her control she has to go the other way and you're like fuck i hate this yeah (laughs) interesting um okay so we shall see where we go in this next episode Mm -hmm. um okay so let's go to the bed slash room um okay where is where's the comp still outside yeah I don't think anyone has anyone moved. Um, I don't really like Louise. She's she can go away now. She's, okay, Louise can go downstairs. Maybe just, yeah, she can go downstairs. She's kind of annoying me. Annoying. Also, oh well, didn't I already put her downstairs because she's a monkey? I don't like that either. Maybe. Yeah, she's still down there. I mean, the Artemis. Who what's Artemis? What's his name? Witchy dude. Ar- oh, Master oh. Raymond. Raymond. There we go. Why did mm. I think his name? He was had to flee. He had to flee. Everybody he had to flee. Know. He was he gone. Flee, so he's I gone. like Fergus, but Seamus, whatever his name is, Seamus can't be in the room because Claire's in trouble. So he can be down in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. So he's in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm assuming Murta's still on the roof. Yeah. Fuck off, Murta. And then is Suzette in Su- what in the kitchen with him? I don't know. Suzette can be boiling linens. I feel like Claire is going to need linens. Yeah. <laughs> yes. True. Oh, my lady. Um, yeah, and maybe some polstice and lady, um, lady hilda what's her name mother, mother hildegard hilda? what? i can't i don't know any of their names mother hildegard okay she's in the room yeah we might need her yeah she's on standby claire's okay. in the bed jamie can is allowed in the room right now because claire was desperately screaming out her name his name so i'll allow this for now yeah he's this probably claire's a little wishes. he's probably a little distressed right listen. now and did the opposite and broke th- promises. So mm. he's a little bit of a- Well, that begs the question, what would be such a strong motivating factor to make him break his Yeah, promise? I know. He was hurting Seamus. I get it. I'd also, though, I don't love that. Yeah. Why are we always using yep. Yep. trauma yep. to well, further plot points? Not my favorite trope. And, it's a, and I will say, we don't need to delve into this conversation, but it's fair. Like, I'm already seeing it. I used to kind of ex- not excuse it a little bit more, but particularly with this series, it is a particular type of trauma of a sexual nature. And it does. And as I'm going through it, um, I'm seeing it from a different perspective now of like, okay, I can see because there is a discourse out there of, is it overused? Yeah. And it's all throughout the books. Is that an excuse? 
I don't, but no, totally fair. So it's that thing of like, what would be so strong that would cause Jamie to do that? But again, consequences, right? So shit, it's not ending good right now. Yeah. Um, okay, so Claire's Claire's in the bed. Mother Hildegard's allowed in the yes. room because Claire's gonna need, maybe need her. Yeah. Um, what about Monsieur Monsieur Fauré? Oh yeah, he can come. Yeah, I mean, he just drawn and quartered some people, but he probably has some expertise. We might need. Yeah, he might be helpful too. Jamie, yeah. Jamie's in there, stressing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Who else? Am I forgetting anyone? Um. Fuck the prince. Where the frig is he? Oh yeah, I don't like him. Oh, oh he just ran out of Bill. He's a little bit of a dick, eh? I'm letting. Oh, you know what? I'm oh letting- yeah, that tidbit where he just drew up a tab and is like, yeah. nope. I'm not paying. As a bartender, I'm very offended by that. <laughs> so you know what? You're he's locked in there, and the lovely ladies of the night are just allowed to beat him up. <laughs> this is That's your. It. This That's is my your punishment con- for him. This is your consequence. Yeah, because one, I think he's just really rude to them. I feel like he's really full of himself, and I feel like he needs to realize that God doesn't care about his stupid behind when he's rude <laughs> and leaves his tabs open at establishments where he is a patron. You pay your tabs and you don't give lip to the bartender. Okay? Don't don't dine and dash, okay? Exactly. It's very rude. So rude. The lovely ladies of the night can just beat him up. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, who Magnus? Where's Magnus? Oh, he's just outside in the stable. That's fine. He's just doing it. Or he can be in the ki- kitchen with Seamus. Okay. He can be eating some pie or something. They're like hanging out. Yeah, they can have some like bumbleberry pie or something. <laughs> bumbleberry, oh fancy. Yeah. Um, and was there any? I feel like or like no, it's Christmas time. What what are we? Gingerbread? I don't know. Who knows? Back Gingerbread? in I don't know what seventeen forty four fruitcake. Did they have fruitcake in France? I don't know what they had. Whatever Christmas time France people would eat in seventeen hundreds. That's, that's what they're what having. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I feel like that's kind of the main. That's the main crew. Crew. <laughs> don't really need to go through anyone mary wasn't in this episode so mm-hmm. and neither was alex and and all, blackjack is a given he's still yeah we don't need to question fucking draw, he, drawn you know quartered in the creek yeah. or something. and i thought that was just the horses but no first he gets to get hung yeah and, his heart ripped <laughs> and then his heart is ripped didn't out. even know what i was <laughs> i was condemning him to not changing it i just didn't Still his know. fate i just didn't know it was that extra like <laughs> yeah. shit i mean i stand by it i just didn't realize i it was, was getting so that much. much for my money <laughs> Send Monsieur Forend out there to do it. Be like, hey, listen, yeah. I got an standby ex- for when I need it. <laughs> got an execution for you when uh, you just let me say the word. Um, okay. Um, well, that's all for this episode. Um, we shall see, you know, Claire sending you good vibes. Mm-hmm. Rest, oh, rest up, girl. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all for this one, folks. We'll be there yeah, next week with episode we seven, which... I will say is mm, I would say it's in my top two for the season. Oh, okay. Interesting. Personally. Um, yeah, we had very different lists last time. So this makes so me could see. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I hated I, most of the ones you liked. So <laughs> fair. Um, yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, without giving anything away, um, not a super uplifting episode. I uh, imagined as much. Yes, you're like not shocked there. Nope. Why? Nope. Um, you're just like, where the f is Rupus? <laughs> Seriously, we need some. Them. 
we need some sunshine. Yeah. I feel like Claire. Angels. I feel like Claire could use some cheering up right about right? now. Wouldn't maybe, Angus just be perfect right now? Just well, by I mean, her not, bedside. Maybe not, maybe right, not right now. now. She's like but trying like, to when make she it last. up. Just and like, it's like, just needs to a little bit of levity because she has to deal with the fact that Jamie just did that and mm. Randall's over there. Like, she might just need a little bit of Rupus. Just <laughs> break it up a little. Just some lighthearted. <laughs> just except for, for a few minutes. Don't try to grab her this time. She's Yeah, maybe don't do that. She's maybe in labor, maybe other things. Like, just yeah. leave her alone. Okay. But you can, like, you know, just be cute and funny. I'd be just, down for that. Just try to like with your funny hat. Make make hat. Jamie laugh, and he's like, "I'm not in the mood right now." Okay, I don't care, Jamie. <laughs> no, he would you. He wouldn't be in the mood because Claire's in trouble. That's why he's not okay, in the mood. That's fair. That's why he's not laughing. You think he's gonna you laugh when she's laugh. like that? You know what? No, Jamie. Claire would laugh. I'm sure yeah. she has a great sense of humor. Uh, Claire would be in pain and be like, "You guys are hilarious." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, on that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening, friends. Yes, thank you, as always. Thanks for supporting us. Um, yeah, and as always, you know, like, subscribe if you care, rate or review if you if you wish. Tell if a friend. Not, if not, worry. that's cool, too. Um, just, yeah. just cool that you're here and that you listened. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Very, very kind of you all, friends. Yeah. And hope – yeah, we're a little late, but hope everyone, if you celebrated or if you didn't, your holiday season – Yes. It was good, however, however you enjoyed it or didn't enjoy it or however it you spent it. Yeah, yes. if you made it through, props to you. You're doing great, and yeah, made yeah. it through the other side. Let's keep on trekking. Exactly. So, um, yeah, follow us social media at she's an outlander. No dots. No dots. None of those. All of the platforms, as always. And thank you so much. And we'll yeah. see you next week. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.